All right, you guys, I'm back. <laughs> Ooh, what's up, you guys? Happy Thursday. It's been H Boogie. H Boogie, what up? It's Tony Tone. We missed Thanksgiving together. Fluence eating. He got what, what are you work. eating, Tone? Yeah. What, what, what are you chowing on over there, Tone? I have some delicious, some like, I mean, delicious, the finest uh, poutine. As some people would call it, poutine. Poutine. It is It is a Canadian delicacy. It's basically French fries, mm -hmm. cheese curds, hot gravy. Now, here's the, here's the question, Tom. The question is, is, is it good now because you're hungry or is it good? Because food is different when you're hungry. Listen, I'm starving because as I told you, <laughs> so I could eat the plate and it would be good. But, but Mrs. Fluent is one of her many, 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 many talents is she is a phenomenal cook. And so I got some chicken, some poutine. So I got I got a nice little spread over here that you can't see. So <clears throat> time you get into your bag and you start going off, it's going to be perfect because you'll just see me over here. Miss Tony, Mrs. Tony <laughs> Tone, thank you very much for taking care of Tony Tone and feeding them. Well, you, you know, hey, you listen, you understand, right? I'm in training now. So I'm in I'm in a different mindset. I'm in a different mode. I gotta get ready um, for the NBA draft. For those of you that don't know, um, you're all here today for a major NBA announcement that I will be entering this year's NBA draft. Few weeks uh, over the next few weeks on our podcast, Fluent and Chill, and and the panel on Players Choice YouTube, as well as all my socials, Sports underscore Fluent. I will be giving updates, showing my workouts. Uh, I'll also be interviewing all the 30 NBA teams to see if they're the right fit for me. So uh, I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, no, no, we'll give, I'll give you some updates in the upcoming weeks, okay? No, no, no. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Okay. That's all I got to say. <clears throat> How are you feeling this this first week? I mean, it's, it's a lot on your plate now, right? Kobe. I've been pushing the Kobe button 27 times. Kobe. It was mute. It was muted. <sighs> okay. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, 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 I got lost in the chat. I got lost in the chat because like oh. some, some dummies like that's cringe. That's not cringe, bro. I'm going to be in the NBA draft. Papers will be filed. Agents will be hired. Teams will be interviewed. It's not cringe. That's facts. This is because you can't because you could never do it. Just don't get mad at me. Support me or shut up. That's it. Sorry. What was your question? Uh, no questions for me, chat. Uh, um, any it, questions? It, Let's give a fluent H, a little H, H, H. I don't have anything to say about this except this is like this is like very the, Canadian the, of you, fluent. Yes, it is. Is that, is yes, that it right? Is. Like Absolutely it's super it Canadian. Is. It's There's super Canadian. <laughs> well, I didn't apologize for nothing. No, no you shouldn't yeah. apologize. You, you right, shouldn't. Do you? But there's like. Mm, I don't know. You're just brave. You have no, that's but that's why we love you, Flint. Like you have no shame. Don't care. No shame. No filter. You do you. Let me ask you. What 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 is the NBA missing right now? They're missing people with heart. I got heart. Yeah. They're missing people with passion. I have passion. You they're do? missing players. They're missing players with fundamentals. I have yes. fundamentals. Yep. They're you missing do. players that are coachable. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a coach myself. I'm very coachable. There's all these That's, things. That is actually the opposite of being coachable. Like, no, no, I'm very thinking co- that it, you it, should it, co- coach yourself isn't a good the thing. the opposite. That, that, but that's okay. You can't I'll be a coach on the court. Let me look. Okay. You're look. the OG. Is there, a, is there a lot of defense in the NBA right OG now? Rookie. Yes, it is, as a matter of fact. There's not well, a lot of defense in the NBA. Not enough. Is there a lot of threes in the NBA right now? Yes. There's a lot of threes. You call it the open, uh, what do you call it? The free movement era. That's what you call it. Freedom of movement era. So you don't think I can get in there for like, look, I'm not, I'm not saying I'll play 48 minutes. You don't think I can get in there for five, seven minutes and, and knock down some, knock down some timely threes. I think I can do it. I think I can do it. So I'm going to take a chance. Okay. I respect it. I love it. Uh, we'll follow you on your journey. You got to give us weekly updates. Yeah, I'm going to so bring can... I'm going to bring you guys a little clips of my workouts. Okay. Uh, we got a lot of stuff planned. I'll give you a little sneak peek that nobody knows. So obviously my training sessions, I'll give you that, that, that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. But there's a team. There is a team that travels the world. Will Chamberlain played them. I'm going to, I'll be working out with them. Globetrotters. You got it. You got it with the Globetrotters. Yeah. I'm going to be working out with the Globetrotters. Not only that, well, I'm going to bring on, I'm going to bring on one of the Globetrotters on this show in a couple okay. of weeks. He goes by the name of Cheese as a Globetrotter. That's his that's his nickname on there. Shout out, right. shout out to shout out uh, to Cheese of the Globetrotters. He's gonna he's gonna jump on and tell you how the workout goes. Okay. Um, there's as you know, I have a friend at UCLA who's the strength and conditioning coach. I will be in LA again, as you know, part of my other life. I will I have to head to LA frequently. Um, I'm gonna work out with with the with the UCLA Bruins. And I'll uh, and I'll be showing you those clips. If I'm not ready, if I can't do it, no problem. I want I want raw, unedited footage. I, think I, can. I don't want a little TikTok clip. I want I want the real deal. I want the real I'll deal. I'll show you the real deal, but obviously we can't show tons of you know. I, I, hey, got to be a little mystery. They got to be a little yes. mystery to the NBA teams. I don't want to give them everything. That's true. Yeah. I don't want I don't want teams to be like oh you know analyze the strengths and weaknesses. I don't want them to have a game plan on me. So that's that's all I'm saying. We need Speaking to of, make you a mixtape too. Oh well, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Ha- we'll have a mixtape. But okay. where do you want to start? Because I, I got some, some two rants, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to take over the show. We, so you let me know. I think we start with one of your rants. Save oh, okay. one for the middle of the show and in chat. Uh, we do have a guest coming on that I think you guys are going to enjoy. So that's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, so she'll be on later on. So yeah, let's let's just get into it. Br- turn up the heat, fluid. Get into your rant. Rant number one. Yeah. It's 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 so much. It's not so much a rant. No, it's a rant. It's a damn rant. And listen, and I I I love these two guys that I'm about to mention. I do. Like I listen to their show every morning. You know that I have a, a bit of commute now, um, mm-hmm. and so I listen to them every single morning. The White Mama. Uh, Brian Scalabrini and Frank Isola. I think it's I think it's called the starting lineup. I, I I don't know what the show is called, but I know it's Frank Isola and and Brian Scalabrini. I listen to them every morning. One of these days, I actually got to get the number down so I could call in um, the way I did with uh, with Michelle Beadle uh, and made them more fluent. She said she loved the line. By the way, now you're more fluent. She loved that line. Um, so I got to find their number so I can call in because I'm just. In she can love heart. it all she wants. So she can love it all she wants, as long as she don't use it. No, it's not. Your no, 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 no. That's copy Brit. Okay. But I got a beef with Brian Scalabrini. <coughs> beef with him, so I'm gonna send this to him as well. Um, but here's here's my beef. They were talking about Josh Giddy, and not every and everyone's been shying away from the Josh Giddy thing, and no one wants to talk about the Josh Giddy thing, and people got on um, Malik uh, Andrews for not talking about the Josh Giddy thing, and. 
Brian Scalabrini said something that I have. Here's my problem with it. And I'll get into the more Josh Giddy in, in a second. But he said he should be suspended or ha- take a leave of absence until all of this stuff, until all of this stuff is 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 dealt with and then come back to the team. Yeah. And if if we believe in your country and in my country that you are innocent until proven guilty, why should he have to leave the team when there's no proof of any wrongdoing, no evidence, no charges? There is nothing against him. Why should he be guilty until proven innocent? Now, if he did something wrong, lock his ass up. You know, I have no issue with that. Underage, you, I have a daughter. Lock him up for life. I don't, that I don't. If he did something, but if he didn't do anything, how are we? How are we putting him away before he did anything? And and to that note, at the time of this, so the incident, they don't know. People, are, the rumor is she was 15, 16, and seventeen. I don't know which one. Mm-hmm. He was, by the way, it was two years ago. He was nineteen. So if he was nineteen and she was seventeen, I actually don't think there's an issue there. Now, if he was 19 and she was 15, uh, there's a big issue there. But 19 and 17, I don't like that's my my issue is that we're 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 condemning this dude. We don't we don't know anything yet. That's all. That's all. Like I said, if he's guilty, I don't throw the book at him. How many like do you know? Does anyone know any new information? None, except that the Newport, the Newport Beach, pardon me, that the Newport Beach police police department are investigating this whole allegation about these two and the questions that have not been asked that I'm still, I still haven't gotten a satisfactory answer on number one, when did this go on? Number two, how long did this go on? Number three, did he know about this? That's the million dollar question. I don't know if that, I don't know if that matters. I don't know that it matters that you knew. Oh, absolutely, or absolutely, Tone. Hell yeah! Man. It doesn't matter these days, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't so, think that matters. Like, in the, in the, like if she in was the, in the court was... of public opinion, it doesn't matter. But if I'm messing around with a girl who's underage and I know she's underage, but that's and you as the authority. That is your job to understand, and more so. I agree with you, Jay. Like I'm, I'm not taking. I don't know all the details, but I will say as the authority figure in that relationship, you have the duty to mm. figure out. And if if you even have a question, why are you messing around with her in the first place? Second of all, her TikTok, her Instagram, which he did follow and was aware of, shows her in, in school with her friends dancing in like cheerleading outfits. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think he was. But but the first time she was in a club. So at that point, he may not have known until it was. Well, they both were in. We just don't really know. Because they they both would have been in an underage club, right? Because they're both, they would have both been under 21. Well, NBA players can kind of, they can kind of do what they want. They manipulate the rules for NBA players. No, no, but was it an alcohol serving club? Was it a 21 and older club? I don't know. I don't know any details. I mean, I'm oh, okay. the media is going to make it seem like that, but there's a video of her and him together in this club. It looks like adults. And then there's a guy who, like, mm. I, I believe it was over 21. But, again, that's just See, people that's, that's a different, away with it. I did not know that. Because if it wasn't over, your your assumption is everyone in that club is 21 right. and older. Because be. there's people yeah. at the door whose job it is to ensure that. So you right. trust that they've done their job. So that's, right. there you go. That's even, even more 
whatever. So you're right, Jay. Like it, it. I and I agree. This is happening all over the place where girls are lying. It happens. We could name multiple cases where that happens, and in that case, it's wrong um, on both parties. And I think people that do that should also be held accountable in the legal system, which is a problem these days. So uh, yeah, so, it, it's a lot of lot of crazy. There's a lot. Yeah. No, like all I all I was saying is I'm, I just I don't believe you should be suspended until they've yeah. listen. I lived in Newport Beach. Those those guys are they're 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 pretty good cops over there. Well, they find their, they find their man and woman. Two 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 things that that I'm thinking about. Number one, <coughs> number one, Oklahoma City Thunder. If I'm not mistaken, Tone, that what is the Oklahoma City Thunder? That is a professional basketball organization. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they don't just employ professional basketball players. Okay, Karen works in finance. Sharon works in HR, which means that they do their due diligence on everybody. They don't just have somebody just go hire people. With that being said, if they did their homework on Josh Giddy, do you think Josh Giddy would still be on the floor right now? If they did their homework on him and it was bad, do you think he still would be working right now? No, I'm sure that he would. I'm 100% confident he would not. And to your point, H, about no, about your age. Yeah. Just so you know, H, long time ago, there was a club in New York called Studio 54. Mm. Studio 54 was the hot spot. Now, Tone has actually seen me in person. So have you, H. Yeah. I've been this height since I was 15 years old. Okay? <laughs> I've been this height since I was 15 years old. A yeah. buddy of mine pulls me to the side. I'm 16 years old. And the popular group at that time is Guy with Teddy Riley and Aaron Hall. Mm. They're performing at Studio 54. Yo, let's go to Studio 54. By the way, H, we have no intentions in getting in this place. We just want to be there. Yeah. Okay. We get to Studio 54. The line is down the block. We didn't even get in line. You know why? Because there's no way we getting in this place. We just want to be there. Well, right. sure. Well, well, sure enough, the doorman comes out, and who does he point at? Me and my man. You yep. two, y'all in? Did I mention that I'm 16 years old? That's, I don't know if I mentioned that part. I'm 16 weird. years old. Yes, he points at both of us. You and you. Let's go. Because he knows, I mean, like, you want a bunch of girls and a somewhat like an attractive men, and of course, or like you know, those are the two the right. mix you want. And then everybody else sees that and is like, oh, well, we want to get in too. So yeah, that's I'm sixteen. Recipe. I'm sixteen years old. Age. I'm not yeah. an adult. I'm a sixteen year old kid outside of Studio Fifty Four. He yeah. points at both of us. You two are in. Yeah. I'm going in here. I'm not. I'm not really understanding what exactly is going on. I'm really in Studio Fifty Four right now. This is going on, yeah. right? All kinds of all the stuff that you hear about going on in there. That was going on in there. Yeah. Did I mention that I'm 16? H. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure that we. Re- I want to make sure that I remind Did you. Did you see my father-in-law? He used to frequent there. Uh, <laughs> he might have been in there that night, Tone. He might have been in there that night. The yeah. point is, is it is your job to know. Yes. What and what is not okay? Because I could have got into something that night in that joint as a 16-year-old kid. And they got to explain that. They have to. So once again, with with Josh Giddy, how long was this going on? When when did it start? How long was it going on? And did he know? That's very important. Because if he knew about this and it was going on, after he knew about this, we got a huge problem. A huge problem. 
is pro sports excuse me is pro sports the only job you can you can have or keep as an ex-con no because uh no, the ha- no because the house of rep if i'm not mistaken it's either congress or the house of representatives they have over 500 convicted felons that makes sense who, who, who work in congress i think <laughs> that's, that's like a whole nother issue i don't think i think law should open up actually more to people that have been incarcerated mm-hmm. but aside from that um yes yeah, so fluent- is josh good if he's guilty cool until that time yes well, the thing is like the nba and this is like all the issues especially over the last year i feel like more and more are popping up but i mean it's always been around is that it's optics for the league right and so <laughs> people compare this to jaw and i understand or the miles bridge miles bridges situation but unfortunately a lot of these situations are so different um so i understand you can't deal with every situation the same but i just man Adam Silver's working overtime. I don't know what's going to come he, from this situation. Is he working overtime? Somebody's working. So. I, I don't think. I don't think he's doing his job. I, I, I got a question for you two. What if Josh Giddy looked like me? How is how? What kind of conversation are we have? That's Stop. another question. Get some help. That's my million dollar question. Sadly, sadly, Jay, you know it's a different conversation, mm-hmm. and there's different media coverage. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's the sad part. it is because we actually had an an end we live in a different time than we did we live in a different time today than we did years ago because once again and i hate to bring this up because it may sound bad but ultimately it's fantastic i don't know if y'all remember this but in 1999 kobe bryant is 21 years old he's messing around with miss vanessa She's 17. He's on record pulling mm-hmm. up to the high school in the Ferrari, right. picking her up. Now, if we see this today, Kobe's a creep. However, what we completely leave out is, number one, he went on to marry this woman. They had four kids together. Yeah, but the, ends, the end doesn't justify the means, Jay. Right, also, it doesn't. But times it were doesn't. different oh, as well. Like, Lewis, Jerry Lee Lewis married his 15-year-old cousin when he was right. in the <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. This is what I mean. This is exactly what I mean. When you have a guy in Bryant who ultimately married this woman, had four kids with her, and up until 2020, Mm. his untimely demise, he was still married to her. Yeah. I didn't even know about that, honestly. But if this is, oh, absolutely. It was a big deal. And when I say a big deal, it was a big deal quietly. Like you can yeah. some, something can be a big deal quietly. Like, yo, he yeah. messing around yeah, with a yeah. high school girl. Like that was on record. He was yeah. pulling up to the high school in the Ferrari, coming to pick her up. A 17-year-old. That was going on. Can you imagine that today? If we had Shea Gildas Alexander messing with a high school chick today. But like a going to prom, but going to prom though. Going to prom. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not weird, but I think it is because you're famous. Like, I think a lot of people date people that are like, I, it's not weird, but there's no, a line that like, can be crossed. And that's, that's what I'm like, saying. It's like I, there's a lot of celebrities that have gone to prom with, you know, younger, just for, yeah. the, you know, you know, it's yeah. their wish. Or, you know, there's crazy stuff where like porn stars would go with like these kids who were losers, you know, and they were like, oh, please make me popular. But like, so it's with their dating. That's the issue is if they're dating. I don't. Right. How old was Brandy when she and, and Kobe went? What not she older? I think Kobe was only 17. Are they the they same age? Kids. 
They were both kids. Both kids? Okay, okay. Yeah, I thought both kids. Reason. Okay, but, he, okay. but even still, I'm thinking about, like you just said, Tone, the ends don't justify the means. I'm thinking about yeah. the ends. That's what I'm thinking about. Even though he was four years older than her, I'm thinking about the fact that, yo, he later on went and married this woman. Well, it looks like Giddy's trying to, Giddy's or the girl's family is trying to get something going because they're not saying anything about the situation. They no, they're being very hush hush. So maybe it's like an arranged marriage or something. Giddy, Giddy was just like, Giddy just was like, beautiful. <laughs> I don't want to even know what's going this, on. Wait, 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 but this wait, is wait, all coming from TMZ as well. So let's just all keep that in mind. TMZ. Right. Why is TMZ yeah. not, not a good source? No. Well, huh? I mean, actually, they're quick with it, but like, look at the Kelly Oubre situation. Wait, we're just talking all under NBA drama yeah. right now, but like the Kelly Oubre situation, they like result? apparently he's back this week, which thank thankfully I'm glad he's coming back, but also weird. No one knows what's going on, but um, yeah, I don't know, you guys. I mean, we could go on for a while, but we'll definitely update as when you know talk about it once we hear more. Um, but it is it is wild. Do we, I heard we had some some other drama too in the PC world. We did. Yes, Jay. Do you want to give it your? Little okay, I have no idea. All I know yes. is all I know is someone sent me a link. Someone sent me a link of of Damo going ballistic, um, and like talking about he doesn't care. It's not in his feelings. Well, you went on a like thirty minute rant about it. So it must be it must be in your feelings. But I but that's all I know. And we don't have to if talk about it. I, I yeah. don't know. Whatever it, you think it, it, it was. It was. We had an episode a couple of days ago, and it was ugly. It it it, it got ugly, and okay. it's not what we. It, it we should be past that, right? We have our tone. You and I have had arguments. You and I have had. We've gotten into sure. it. You and I have gotten into it, and I. What I do is I equate it to being on a basketball court. Tone, if you and I were playing against each other, we will yap at each other. There's, oh, certain, yes. there's, there, there's certain things I can't say to you. That's just etiquette of uh, okay. There's certain lines I can't cross with you. And because of that, be, because of that, lines got crossed and things were said that were unnecessary and it made us look really bad. Mm. It did. It made us look really bad. To in in the sense so what where what you're saying is, I leave the panel and all hell breaks loose because there isn't a level head, mature person in the room. I got it. There. No, I, 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 the world doesn't revolve around you. It does not. It what doesn't. You, you are it, it doesn't. We 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 just who does the world revolve around? We, 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 we allowed we allowed ourselves we allowed ourselves to. It wasn't our finest moment, Tone. It wasn't and. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes emotions, though. Sometimes yes, it was not our finest moment, and I'm one of those people that I, I ended up getting involved in it. I, I was trying to be the peacemaker, only except I ended up becoming involved in the fight. You're, you're emotional too, though. You I, you can't be that peacekeeper. I'm sorry. I know but, that about you. But the difference is that I actually can, up until an extent. But yeah. when you're talking about like yeah, when when lines get crossed and things yeah, get said, I mean, Tone, we're, we're we're at the end of the day, we're men, and there's certain things. No matter no matter what's going on between you and me, and I'm gonna, there's certain things I can't say to you, Tone. As a man, I just can't do that. There, there's certain things that I, especially on air, yeah, even no, that's, it, yeah, that's, particularly that's, on air, and because we allowed it to get out of control like that. And don't get me wrong, Tone, this is entertainment. Right, this is entertainment, and it's necessary for us to keep the people engaged. Not like that, though. 
that's not yeah, yeah, listen i i you know the funny part is y'all you all probably think i'm like i'm an emotional dude i'm not i'm actually very cold but for entertainment purposes sometimes you, you go a little you go a little overboard on purpose right because who wants to sit pe- people just sitting there going and today in the news no no like that's not entertainment no. gotta be a little more animated right, I absolutely you have to be able to like there's there's a lot of I know that I'm doing a good job when I see people in the chat going oh fluence mad perfect because then I just whoop, I can pull it back because I'm not mad I don't care but it's interesting yeah. okay I did I, like I said I didn't have any of the context I didn't know um so and I some, just and, okay. and some and some things need to get cleaned up and I'm one of those people you know I got to do a better job at that too and getting more control of my emotions and there were some things that I allowed. To get out of hand and i was wrong for that 100 and i'll do my best not to let that happen again I, I i will not don't get me wrong i'm not excusing what happened right i'm not excusing what happened but what i am saying is that i allowed myself to get sucked into that and i got to yeah. do a better job at number one getting up getting a hold of my emotions and checking myself and that was that was that line on my part I I I 100 was at a lot. What what day was it? I gotta I gotta go back and watch that episode now. Today is is hey, Thursday. Tuesday. I want to say Monday. Yeah, I want to oh, say Monday. Monday. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to say Monday. So I I, I, like I said, I was I was at a lot. Yeah. So no, I, I I actually I watched it and honestly, Jay, I I I think I agree with where you came from. I understand and honestly, I think something was in the water because I don't really get angry, especially on here. I'm very like level headed. Wait, were you on I, the episode too and you got mad? No. No, but I did get mad on Sunday. So uh, with Gifted and KB on our Gold Blooded show, I kind of got pissed off. So I'll I'll oh, say really? this, like, yeah, not really, but like for me, I was kind of like, I was just now I gotta go watch that episode too. <laughs> Damn, I'm just saying, like, it, you guys see us up here, and we know you guys. It's it's a it's a very different dynamic than being face to face. But you know, we all care about each other. We all have go through ups and downs together, and a lot of you guys just get to watch it, and it's weird and whack. But this is 2023, baby. Welcome. So, shout out to you, Jay. Um, and hopefully everything gets resolved. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad it will, it it, it definitely will. And, like I said, I got to do a better job. We got to do a better job. It it starts with me. I definitely got to do a better job. And I think we got to do a better job in regulating not just us, but the people who are in with us, too. Like, a a lot of these, uh, like, a lot of these, uh, like, for example, when we're dealing with the chat, like, these dudes say any and everything. And it's almost yeah. we, 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 you do like that. need to get under your skin, though, yeah, which is which is fine. But here's the difference, though, Tone. The difference is that when you go to a Toronto Raptors game, there's etiquette there. And somebody in the stands will say it's a difference between a heckler and a dude that's being disrespectful. Those two things are not the same thing. A heckler is somebody you suck. And, OK, that's part of the game. Right. I got no I, I got no problem with that. You suck as opposed to somebody that's just constantly needling and constantly being disrespectful toward you as a player we got to get that dude up out of here nah mm-mm. he can't oh, say speaking, speaking of the raptors game yeah. how about that how about that wannabe superstar going 11 of 30 um and losing to the raptors with his super team sons 11 of 30 and half of those were backdoor cuts that uh Yerk, jerkic whatever his damn name is gave him for dunks so half of those so like 11 of 30 and half of them were half of the 11 were dunks. What a horrible game you want to be superstar. That's all. I don't even want to talk about him anymore. You want to be superstar. We we move on. I just wanted to put that out there. Shout out to the Raptors Scotty Barnes. Well played. Well played. Okay. 
Um, well, I did want to ask you, and, and we'll get into some of our topics. We're going to touch on the Lakers. And uh, actually, let's do a few of these super chats. My bad. Let's do a few of these before we get into this next topic. Um, Puncho. Mm, Average cut. Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey Jr., and Derek Jeter. He's sending, he's, first. He's, sending the, he's sending this to see if I got the nuts to say it. Yeah, I do have the nuts to say it. Start Jeter. <laughs> start Jeter. Bench Griffey, cut bonds. I said it. That's right. He's he he see he's he's sending that to see if I got the nuts to say it. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. All right. So anyone who yeah. knows baseball would say start Barry Bonds, bench Ken Griffey Jr. and and leave Derek Jeter. I don't know. He can he can go have a date or something with someone. Barry give her Bonds, give her a fruit Barry, basket. Barry Bonds hit two hundred in his, for his career in the playoffs. Okay. Just want to put that out there. Thanks, Hancho. Um, okay, Double P, forgive me if you touched on this already, but Fluent, we are calling BS on Aaron Rodgers. Achilles, I got to hear your thoughts on the activation of IR. Interesting. What do you mean BS? 150%. Correct. Aaron Rodgers did not tear his ACL, did not tear nothing. Oh, no, we saw him snap. We saw it snap. We what talking about it? Straight we vision. saw his cat. We saw his cat. You're not gonna make me crazy. You got extra vision. You're not gonna make me crazy. I saw. I saw what I saw. I'm. I'm not saying you saw it look like he could have done it, some damage, look, look like but there's no way, no chance, no how a human being comes back that fast. They played it up. They want to make some grandioso plan. They thought they'd be at 500. He'd come back. They'd go to the playoffs. And the, he did not tear nothing. There's no. It's humanly oh. impossible for him to come back this fast. Why would unless, unless there's some. Unless what? He's not on. human. Uh, or they have somebody said this is like a new surgery. It's like, a, I don't know. It's not a money. Well, well let's start with tone that it's not a money thing because he took less money. He re- no, he it's not a money. I didn't, no, I never said it was so, a money thing. I, I, I just want to get that out the way that it's not a money thing. He, he probably wanted. He probably just wanted to hang out with Pat McAfee for half of the season and then come play playoff time. This is the best yeah. photo I could find. So sorry, but oops, you can see his leg literally. Poor, but you don't know that it's you. You don't know what damage that did right there. I have a picture of my ankle being like this. Like you, a, you never were the same tone. We tone. That's completely okay. different. Not number one. You never played. You never were the same again after that. That's number one. We could start and stop the conversation. Right. It wasn't like it wasn't like your ankle was like this, and in two weeks you were back on the court. No, you didn't play again, Tone, for a long time. A long Until time when I entered the NBA right. draft. Exactly. So Aaron Rodgers, who couldn't walk off the field, why would the Jets do that? If if he didn't tear his Achilles, why why would they say that? What's, what's the motivation for a team who signed a quarterback? To get them over the hump, they weren't that far away from making the playoffs last year. Is it, is, it possible, is it possible that he he had a partial tear, a light tear, a, like it was just it, it clearly wasn't a career-ending or season-ending tear? I'm just saying it was supposed it was to be overblown. Though. It was over for him to be back this fast. The injury was overblown. I think that's that that should go without argument. How can you? I, I don't understand, Tony. How you can? Overblow, even if it let, let's just take for the sake of argument, his Achilles was partially torn. That's a season ending injury. Season ending, apparently not. Oh, absolutely. He's not coming. Hey, back. yo, 
Mm-mm. You don't think he's you don't they, think he's going they, back? They, they, why, would be, they would why, be crazy to try to put him back in the lineup. And why put him on this, you know, eligible to return it within 21 days um if if he's not going to play this season? I to think that's fluff, what what is it for? I, I think that's what it is. You just said it, Tone. I think it's fluff. I think it's more for the media. I think it's more of an entertainment thing. We're talking about a guy who even if he partially tore his Achilles, if he tried to run in a month, if he just tried to, we ain't even talking about getting in an NFL game, Tone. If he actually tried to run, he's almost, and by the way, Tone, he's almost 40 years old. This isn't a guy, who, this isn't a guy who's- Age is nothing but a number. He's almost 40 years old. Oldest rookie almost, in the NBA, let me tell you. Almost, almost 40 years old this dude is. And because he's almost 40, I don't heal up as fast as I did when I was 25. It just doesn't happen. So because of that, we're oh. talking about a guy in Aaron Rodgers who has a season-ending injury, and it wasn't like wrist surgery or shoulder. He tore his Achilles. Me being able to move, that's very important as a quarterback. It might be the most important part in, in addition to me being able to throw. So for him, for, for them, for them to say, for them to say, well, he might be eligible to come back in 21 days. That's fluff, Tone. That is absolute fluff. You just said it. It's not like he's 25 anymore. Right. So if he was 25 and he tore it, he'd be back next week? Like, that's what you're telling me. I'm not telling you that. Mm-mm. I'm telling you that if he was 25, he may heal up a little faster. Not not this fast. Absolutely not. An Achilles tear is still a season-ending injury today, just like it was in 1989. It's just not a death sentence. Perfect. Like Perfect. So there's two scenarios. There's two scenarios. Mm-hmm. One, they lied about the injury. Or two, they're, they're lying, lying about now. him being able to come back. That's what I think. I one think that's got to be more plausible. I don't think they – why would Aaron Rodgers – give me one reason. Why would Aaron Rodgers and why would the Jets sacrifice a season of possible way more likely wins and not have him come play? I just – that doesn't make sense. What's your theory? I don't know the answer. Okay. I don't know the answer. All right. We'll, we'll find out. A random guy. Damn, I haven't seen a live episode of Fluid and Chill in a while. That's my fault. Work schedule has shifted. Been a weird week all around, but I'm glad to see y'all rocking. Uh, salute, OG and H. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Appreciate you. I'm glad you Only could catch a show. House. How come it's salute, OG and H? Hold on. I was just about to you congratulate him on being a member for three for three months, but now I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. Salute. Oh, OGs. Oh, okay. I give it back to you again then. Mm-hmm. Congratulations yes. on three months, random guy. OG. Yeah. All right. Uh, Double P, September 7th on the show, I told everybody that the Bills and the Bengals were going to miss the playoffs. Yes, Don't you surprise now. I saw the vision. You you are you are correct. Now, you didn't know that Joe Burrow would go down to season-ending surgery because uh, he was starting to look good and the Bengals were starting to put it together. So, But he did say it. I still think the Bills. I still double, think and, 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 and by the way, Tom, Double P, you didn't say that the Bills and the Bengals weren't going to make the playoffs because Joe Burrow got hurt. You thought they weren't going to make the playoffs because they weren't good enough, when right. that's not true. Once they the, were, Bengals were. The, the Bengals were absolutely on their way to getting back to who they were. 100% and, let's remember, they were. and let's remember, Joe Burrow had a banged-up ankle, which is why he started out the season the way he did. Once he got fully healthy, we saw the Bengals again being the Bengals. 
But, Tom, but I already said, me and you had this conversation. Joe Burrow reminded me after they put a foot to my 49ers ass of how good he is. Yeah. He reminded me. Weird. I forgot how good Joe Burrow was. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I actually forgot how good Joe yeah. Burrow was until I saw him against my 49ers. I was like, wait a minute. That's Joe Burrow right there. What am I thinking? Okay. I'm going to take I'm going to take J-Rob's money. I'm going to take J-Rob's money when What's I bet that? him because the bet was that the Jets wouldn't make the playoffs. I didn't know it was because Aaron Rodgers would go down. <laughs> it money, but I, it wasn't. I didn't say that's it why. Doesn't it doesn't matter. It all played into it. Yeah, that's the bet is bet. Doesn't matter how you got right. You were right. So good for you. Right. Uh, speaking of sidebar, real quick, Jay, we play yes, the Eagles. Yeah. Are you excited? How do you um, feel? I, I, I am on record saying we are coming to Philadelphia. Sure. Knock knock. Mm-hmm. Here we come. That's all I got to say, my boys. The last three weeks. We are averaging defense, averaging. We're giving up 10 points a game. Jacksonville, first place in the AFC, first place in the AFC South. We go into Jacksonville, stomp them. Yep. Tampa. And just so you know, Tone, Tampa, if if Tampa beats us, I think that they're a game at if, if Tampa beats us that, that week that we played them, I think they're a game at a first place. We handle them when they come out to the bay. And then last week, you saw what happened. You saw what happened last week. We come into Philadelphia. My boys are coming to Philadelphia. We look sharp. We look like we're a lot better. Purdy looks like he's got more control of the offense. Look like he went home and did some homework. The defense is incredible. Um, I think we can put a lot of uh, the guy that I'm concerned about most. The guy that I'm concerned about most is Devontae Smith. He's the guy that because I know for a fact Philly's going to throw the football. I'm not on the fence about that. I know that their game plan is they're going to go after our DBs. They have to because that's our weakest link. And yeah. and that's what who who what team did we play this season that did that over and over? Was it it wasn't uh, the Joe Bengals. Burrow? Joe was Burrow. it the Bengals yes. that were just like yeah? Joe Burrow yeah. destroyed us, picked us apart. Even though we yeah. sacked him, I think five or six times, he yeah, still picked matter. us apart. I mean right? that's a that's still a light day for him. So. Yes, he still picked yeah. us apart. So with that being said, right? With that yeah. being said. I'm watching Philadelphia, and I like our chances going in there. All I can say is we're coming to Philadelphia. So get ready for us because we're coming. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I like it. FIFA, Clint, what would you do if the Clippers drafted you? Move to Los Angeles. That's exactly what he's doing. Well, you have to. You have to commit the to beauty it. is Buffalo is really nearby, really close. It's only about an hour drive. <laughs> And so, you know, although I'm not a fan of the weather, um, they could definitely use a point guard. They could definitely use someone uh, who can shoot the ball um, consistently like I can. Uh, They could use someone who doesn't need the ball in their hands every second of every possession, which they have four of on on, certain lineups. So, yeah, I think I think I could bring a lot to the table to the Buffalo Braves. Um, The good news is there's no expectations, right? They're not they're not going anywhere in the playoffs. They're not competing for a championship no pressure so i could just let it fly from anywhere on the, I, I love it that's one of the reasons why i'm, I'm going uh with the globetrotters because i don't know if you know they have a four-point line so i'm just gonna be practicing from there mm. it's beautiful interesting okay valid uh double p Haley, you are the only warriors fan that i tolerate Thank you. <laughs> after an emotional game against the kings uh the streets are saying the dynasty is over thoughts um <clears throat> well i've come to terms with it I mean, it started with, obviously, the Draymond suspension, and then we moved on to Chris Paul now being injured, Gary being injured, and then that loss. So I'm not going to say that the dynasty is over. 
until Steph Curry is out of the league. But I will say we are probably going to miss the playoffs this season. Um, what? But I, I, missing I think the playoffs means what? The dynasty is over. No, no in your book, but, but yes, um, the dynasty. No, you, you already said the dynasty is over for us. So did we, the dynasty end when I, we lost the playing game to the Memphis Grizzlies? Yes. So what does it matter now? It yeah, already no, ended to you. That's true. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, we'll stay tuned. But I do have hope for next season, so mm. I'll say that. But, you got to tell missing the playoffs, age. Yeah. I'm just gonna think let of me, the worst, and then if my... something better happens, then I ah, so you're lowering your expectations. Yeah. All right, I, 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 I can get with that. Okay, yeah. all right, I, I can get with that. You're not. Now I can't be. You can't hurt me right. anymore. Right. I've been hurt enough. Yeah. Did you guys do the power? Did you guys do the power rankings on the panel? Um, tomorrow. Today. Oh, that's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a sneak peek. A sneak. I'll give you a sneak peek. Uh, because it looks like according to my power rankings, mm-hmm. Golden State is twentieth. So. That that puts them out of the playoffs, or no? That puts them right in the, in the plan. They're the last team in the play because mm-hmm. we can't close games or win games. So uh, yeah, but I'm I'm okay with or, that. Or, like or I'm just here to watch or Steph win or play. Bye. He's just here so she can find. We all can't do anything really. We're just yeah. all basically trash. That's all I have to offer right now. You so are so garbage. Crazy. Get them off my team. No, we. I've been that. I've been in tears for the last like Gary Payton getting injured like. Man, that's my favorite player. Do you know that fluent as you know, Fluent Jr. like you is a Warriors fan. Yes. When I and and I was I was sitting I was sitting in my bed, um I, I guess I think reading about the Gary Payton injury. And so he was, he was standing at the foot of my bed and and I go, Ooh, and he goes, What? I go, Gary Payton just did and I read whatever the injury was, and I said, mm-hmm. I think he's gone for the season or whatever it is. And he slammed his head indefinitely. Yeah. He's out indefinitely with a, whatever he did slammed his hand on the bed. And he's like, nah, I'm like, what? He goes, we need guys like that. And he just stormed out of the room. He was really, (laughs) really upset about Gary Payton. Yeah. We, we don't win games without defense and, uh, half our defense is cheap. So, uh, low key, eight seventy fluent. Give me your current state of the Lakers. Chill. Do you have a breakdown of Bob McAdoo's game and H where do you rank Steph all time? Okay. We all got questions. So fluent, you start. No, you go, go reverse order. Uh, where do I rank Steph all time at 10 currently? All time. Okay. Yeah. He's in my top 10. Think, think Zach Randolph, except a better athlete and a better scorer. Wow. That's high praise. Uh, the current state of the Lakers, uh, same as it ever was. Um, I know, I know it's one of the topics, so we can get into it right now if you want. Yep. Uh, last year, Anthony Davis went on a run for like a couple of weeks where he was looking like the greatest player to ever pick up a basketball. What did I tell them to do, Chill? Trade him, trade him now, move him, trade him now, right now. At his peak, trade him. They didn't listen, they didn't listen, and and we're going to continue to have the same conversation when he plays like that. He's one of the best to ever do it. If you have to start by saying these two things, when he plays like that or when he's healthy, that is not a player to build around. He needed to be the best player, most consistent player on this Laker team for them to be great. And he's not. It's still 38-year-old LeBron James who is the best player and the most consistent player on this team. And that is not okay. That is not good enough. Um, and so the state of the Lakers is they're gonna they're you're gonna ha- hear these conversations. They need more help. They need to make some trades. The roster isn't good. 
Well, you know what? That's what they said at the beginning of last year. They made a bunch of trades at the trade deadline. They became the number one defense in the league. They went to the Western Conference Finals and got swept. And they said, okay, now this year, everyone's coming back. We added a couple other pieces. We're good. Well, guess what? You're not. And it's the same conversation now. They need more help. They It all goes back to the bubble. You win, an, you win an, a championship and you let, what, six pieces of that championship team walk? Important pieces? Like, don't forget, people get caught up in this, the stars, the two or three stars. Guys, I will tell you for the millionth time, it is not the two or three stars that win championships. It's guys four through like 10 that get you through the season, that do all the, your word, dirty work, the hustle plays, the glass cleaners, those are the guys that get you over the hump because when they play to a certain level of expectation or higher, that's what gets you over the hump. And I'll give you a perfect example for you, Haley. Is Andrew Wiggins an all-time great player? No. But did he play great for a season as the second best player on the Warriors? Yes. And what happened? They won a chip. You need those guys who aren't great players to play above their level to win a championship. You also need some luck, balls bouncing your way, health, like other things. But that 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 you that's what you need. So so when when that team was hey we won, we won on the backs of LeBron and AD, 100%. You won on the backs of LeBron and AD <clears throat> completely disregarding everything those other guys did. Now you're in the situation where you are. They'd love to have Alex Caruso back. Heck, they'd love to have Kyle Kuzman back. They would love to have a Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee type of player back because when those guys were there and they had all those bigs and all that length and they could play defense the way that they wanted to and Anthony Davis could play where he wants to play, not where he's best suited, where he wants to play at the four with a super tall center and a super tall, long, small forward next to him that could in just engulf everybody. They looked like unstoppable. Why would you, why would you blow that up? Makes no sense. Well, off of that, Flint, I agree with you for the most part, but I do wonder, like, which which teams – I mean, I can think of, like, Golden State, obviously, but, but prior to that, which teams have kept their core and gone on to win multiple championships? Because I Spurs were different – was a different core. I don't know no, about – No, it wasn't. No, their it wasn't. bench was the same? Well, they, 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 I'm not talking about their stars. I mean their bench, because you're saying guys eight through ten or six through. 10 well, that always changes, H. That, that, That's that, what that, I'm that, saying. So, the, so the, the, the dirty the, work guys. Spurs is a little different because you had an all-time great coach, and you had you did have Duncan, yes. uh, Ginobili, Parker. Like you did have a core group, and there's a couple other guys. And they, but what they did is they replaced the one piece with another piece that was similar. Right. And oh. and that's what I'm saying. So when you, and you're you're saying AD and LeBron take them out of the equation and talk about the rest right. of the guys, which well, I agree so, like Caruso. Let me, let me ask you. Let me ask you. So this is what I'm saying. So you yeah. get rid of you get rid of Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. Yes. Who are the two 7-foot uh, athletic centers that replace them? Nobody. No yeah, Kyle Kuzma, who's a long, you know, uh Great. He was he was a damn good small forward. Starter. He's a good small yeah, forward. Damn, damn good small forward. He he's he's gone. Who replaced mm -hmm. him? Nobody. You had Alex Caruso, who turned into an all defensive all defensive team member. Who yeah. replaced him? Nobody. You have, but I'm you just have, saying, have, like, I hear you. I so, hear you there. So but also, the thing, like, and, look at 
look at Andrew Wiggins, who had a fantastic season. Look at Kyle Kuzma, who had a great season, but then they fall off. So I'm saying, like, it's it's give and take. I agree with you. Lakers did uh, – it was horrible what seeing what they did. They shouldn't have let all those pieces go. But also, it's such a risk. You could have kept Kyle Kuzma, and it could have gone to trash like he. Had but it's now. not. But that's that's my point. It's they're a collective. Yes. So just think about it this. Worked. You went from having you went from having a legit seven footer at, at center. Yeah. Uh, a six ten six eleven Anthony Davis at power forward, a six eight six nine uh, LeBron James playing small forward, sometimes shooting guard. A six. I think he's six ten. How tall is Kuzma? Six ten, six nine. Six nine. Oh, yes. Yeah. Playing, playing the two three with him, and then the point guard was probably uh, I can't remember who the point guard was. Was Rondo? Uh, was here you go. Was Rondo? A high IQ guy. So you have mm-hmm. a super high basketball IQ guy with a bunch of guys that are like six ten and up. Mm-hmm. Well, you so, went from that. You went from that to now. The lineup is AD at the five, LeBron at the four, D'Lo. Like you just you you change the dynamic of everything that you do just in one fatal swoop. And yes, you're right. You got to tweak it. I'm not saying everybody has to come back, but yeah. you can't go from something that was so successful and think that the complete opposite is going to be as successful. It's just was it financially or was it finances yeah. that yeah. is yeah. why yeah. they? That was finances. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so so, like Brooke Lopez was a mistake letting him walk out the front door. Magic said that. Yeah. Alex, Caru- Alex Caruso was also a mistake. Um, the what is why am I think why am I Drawing a blank on on the general manager Rob Lowe. Rob Palenka, not yeah, Rob, Rob Lowe. Lowe. <laughs> he looks like Rob. They he looks, look like, he looks like Rob Lowe. That's why I said Rob Lowe. That's why I mean he looks like Rob. So Rob, Rob Palenka is on record saying that that was a mistake. Malik Monk, that was a mistake. So when you have your core H, when you have Jordan Pippen, Horace Grant, when you have Magic, James Worthy, and Jabal, the other guys. So you're replacing Kirk Rambis with AC Green. Right. This, this, this is what you're doing. When you got the Lakers, you got Kobe and Shaq and you got Robert Ory and you got Bryant Shaw. So what you're doing is in, in Bryant Shaw and Derek Fisher, when you got your when you got your rotation, guys, you're replacing those guys with guys that are similar to that because you already got the system. Right. You already got the system. So your Warriors, we already have the system with Dre, Clay and Steph. But the problem is, is that replacing those guys. The reason why that's a problem is because who is who am I replacing Steph with? <laughs> who am I replacing Clay with? And the problem with that is, is these guys, the, what we have is something that's inevitable. They're going to get old, like yeah. Clay is, and, and it's showing. So who am I going to replace Clay with? And did I wait too long to replace him? Who am I replacing Dre with? And did I wait too long to replace him? Because we already got the system down, right? Yeah. So if we got the system down, we got the players who run that system. Who are we going to replace these players when they get old? Who are we going to replace them with? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what the dubs are doing now is trying to do both timelines of, you know, helping Steph win while building these young guys up. But it's just, I, I get it. Like as a, as a coach, as a general manager, trying to figure all of that out. That's why 30 or that's why 29 teams can't figure it out in this season because it's extremely difficult and some teams never do. So, right. um, yeah, I, I, I hear you guys. And um, off of that, and then we'll get off the Lakers. But obviously, um, after that loss the other night, LeBron James says, you know, he just looked disheartened and he said a lot needs to change. change. And some of you guys in the chat are saying, like, oh, you know, it's the media, you know, the Lakers are just going through their typical, you know, those early stages of the season. And I can hear you on that. But at the same time, 
do you think they're going to make a trade for another star to to you know have somebody more that they, they can rely on other than LeBron and AD? No, and the reason why H is because I heard D'Angelo Russell say, "Wait till we get a training camp together." This was the crew that you brought back in that you got you me You're right. This was the crew that you brought back that you thought, me included, thought yeah. that yo we're gonna make a run at this. Don't get me wrong; we're only a month into the season. Yeah. But with yeah. only being a month into the season, when you get smoked. Not by 15, Ooh. not by 25, not by 35, H. They lost by almost 50. They got smoked. I'm having a difficult yeah. time remembering a team. I'm having a difficult time remembering a team that lost in the regular season by almost 50 and went on to win the NBA championship. I remember the Heat mm -hmm. in 2006 when they, lost to, when they lost to Dallas on national television. I think Dallas beat them by like 35, something like that. They went yeah. on to win it. But to lose in the fashion that Philly beat them in, yeah, I'm having a difficult time believing that that's a championship caliber crew to and lose then, almost 50. And then, and then, and then let's be real. Then they go in and smack Detroit around, and everyone's feeling good about it. No. It, was it was Detroit, yeah, yeah, the two and whatever they are. Why, where, where was AD against Embiid, like, like yeah. against Detroit? Like, and that's the thing. The problem is, the problem is, this team is going to. Snap back to reality. And AD's <laughs> gonna have like a couple of good weeks, and he's gonna be interested, and he's gonna call for the ball, and he's gonna play great, and they're gonna go on like this five, seven, nine game winning streak, and everyone's gonna be like, "See, they're another one." Yeah, and then no. I another just like look. You know me of all people with the AD thing, but I I am starting to wonder. I don't even know, like, I, I don't know how much you can, like, hate on AD and LeBron at this point when the rest of the team isn't, it does, doesn't mesh. And obviously Vando's going to, I don't know, is he back yet or is he oh, okay. back? Oh, not yet. No, that's not an excuse. Yet. I know, but, like, why isn't it, why did it work so well then and it's not now? Like, is it really just his motor? He doesn't want to, I think AD cares. I think he cares. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I think I, I don't think he cares, and I think that he is easily intimidated because Embiid looked like he was in his head, and he and he played like that, and no one challenged him against Detroit, and he played like Wilt freaking Chamberlain, um, and that's the problem with AD. That's always been the problem with AD, and and I'm sorry, you, that can't be your that has to be your best player. He he can't. I'm sorry. I just have a problem with the intimidation factor, Tom, because I've seen AD go at Anthony Davis. I mean, I've seen AD go at Joel Embiid. If I'm not mistaken, Tone, if you rewind the clock last year, at this time, December 2022, Philly had gone up against the Lakers. AD put 30 and 12 on them. He went 30 and 12 on them. Yeah, he'll give you that. Absolutely. So the idea that, that he's well, that's as easy as he gives you 11 and 7. But that's not going to happen. Like the 17 and 11, he actually had it going early. At 10 points, four rebounds in the first quarter. He actually had it going early. And Embiid had two fouls. And with Embiid having two fouls, you would think that they would go after him more, right? Yeah. Not just go after him more. He would be more aggressive offensively. But instead, that doesn't happen. Darvin Ham has his rotation issues where he'll yank him out the game in the last two minutes of the first quarter, or he'll, he'll play half the second quarter, and then we have something completely different. Now, the idea that he's easily intimidated, when I see him go up against the better five men in the game, which he doesn't even play to five. But when I see him go up against the better five men in the game and do what he does against them, not on a regular basis, but show that he could compete with them, that's where the dis that's where the disconnect comes in. Because I don't see him getting dominated 
by Rudy Gobert. I don't see him getting dominated by Cat. I think last year they played Minnesota. He had a rolled ankle. I think he went 30 and 15 against him. So is the is the is the sector of people or players that we kind of compare AD to the wrong sector? So if for example, whenever we get to see like a Joel Embiid and a Jokic matchup, we're like, oh, it's a battle of the bigs. Are we putting AD in a conversation that he doesn't belong in belong in? Should we be comparing him to more like forwards? Is that where we're like the disconnect? I mean, I know he is. He's a center, the but he doesn't really play like a center. The difference between the difference between tier one and tier two. Mm-hmm. And I said this a couple of years ago about Tatum, okay? And any any star slash superstar player. Yeah. The difference between a tier one and a tier two, for me, everybody has their own thing, right. is consistency. It's is your floor high enough, right? And then and because the, the ceiling, we know every the, you know for the most part the stars their, their ceiling is uncapped in some cases, but it's about your floor. And the reason why AD teeters. On that tier one, tier two is because his floor is is low when it comes to consistency and scoring and and the, the intangibles. You can get great stretches. I mean, great stretches where we're like, this is a top ten, top five player in the league, and then you'll get stretches where you're like, dude, who is this guy? Right, that's really and that's and that's the problem. And if you remember when Tatum was year two, year three, what did I say to you, Jay? I said. He got. To, he has to get that floor up. He has to get that consistency because you can't have these games where he just set, sits outside shooting threes and going, you know, zero for eight, and he disappears. He needs to get to the rim. He needs to be, you know, and do the things to make sure that he's he elevates that floor, which he has done. I think AD. I just don't think AD is ever going to be that guy. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of a like a guard in a big man's body. Well, he is said. that. He he, yeah. had, he had a growth spurt in high school. He went from six two to to six nine. Within, the, I think, yeah. H, you just seen you just seen me in in May, H, and we just getting out of school, and then you don't see me the whole summer, and then I come yeah, back, yeah. and I'm six ten. You like know, what the hell? Like yeah, yeah. What the hell happened but, to you? Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm curious if that's what like, which is this is our next topic until our guest gets here, but like Wemby, wonder if like because he really is like a guard like player. I wonder if he'll run into those issues down the road. I mean, a lot of it's internal and your discipline and and what you what your goals are for yourself. But I'm just interested to see what that turns out to be like. Um, and I'm also wondering what your guys' opinion is on Chet and Wemby in this race that the media is kind of they're pitting them against each other, right? And they're saying, "Oh, we got Chet and Wemby." Um, so overall, from what you guys have seen from clips that you've seen highlights um, in games, what are your thoughts on these two players so far this season? And who do you think has been um, the standout player among the two? I don't think that Chet has been head and shoulders above above Wimby, but I think the fact that he's on a better team, I think that his skill set has been showcased a little bit more because he's less prone to mistakes because he's playing with better players because he's yeah. put in better situations as opposed to Wimby, who's not on as good of a team, which means that he's got to do a lot more, which means his deficiencies are going to show up a lot more. So that 18 or that 19, I, I, I had Wimby before the season started. I had him at 19, nine and about two blocks. I think he's right around there. I didn't have him at, I, I didn't have him at something ridiculous. Um, Chet on the other hand, I think Chet is at like right around 18. I think he's at 18 and, and seven or eight. 17, something. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eight, eight, 17 or 18 or something like that. 
Now, as long as it's close, Wemby's going to win the, the the rookie of the year if it's close. And the reason why he's going to win it, because he's the guy. He's the guy that's hyped. He's the guy that's the future of the league, even though I feel like both of them are the future of the league. He's the guy that's hyped. But in terms of a skill set, in terms of their games, I mean, Chet is fantastic. His ability to stop and pop, his ability to play in transition, his ability to rim run and rim dive, catch lobs. He's fantastic. Absolutely. I, I, I'm on record. I think him and Chet, I think him, I think him and Wimby, both of these guys are the future of basketball. This is what the NBA is about to look like. Tone and I had this conversation. Tone's rebuttal to me was, you're not just going to get an influx of seven footers. I don't think that that's, that's, but I don't think that that's going to happen. That's not going to have to happen. And the reason why is the same reason why we didn't get an influx of six, five and six, six guys. They were already in the league. This skill set that you see with Chet and Wemby, these big guys, that's what they're, this is the updated version of you. And you're going to have to learn how to play like this. Otherwise you're not going to be around. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll deal with that in a second. So originally, so the Chet and Wemby question, the, the difference is you touched on one of them, which is mm -hmm. Chet's on a better team. And when you're surrounded by better players, you're, again, put. I'm repeating what you said because it was bang on, you're, you're put in better situations. Um, defenses are going to play you differently because they can't just focus on you. And 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 I think they're, the coaching staff is putting him in different scenarios than they are Wemby. So, so that's one thing. Two, please don't forget. Please don't forget that Wemby is the only actual rookie out of the two of these guys. By the way. Because although Chet is technically a rookie and he's up for the Rookie of the Year award yeah. and, and he was hurt last season, it's very different when you get to sit back and watch and understand the speed of the game because it is very, very different. So yeah. when you get to actually see the speed of the game, you pick up on some things, especially from the sideline when you're forced to sit there and watch and you see you know, certain things that people are doing, their nuances, those types. And so he has that advantage as well. So better team, better teammates. They're putting him in better positions. He's had an opportunity to sit and watch for a year. So he's just in a better situation. And so I, I, I fully expected him to look a little bit better at the beginning of the season. Right. Now we will see, can Wemby adjust his game throughout the season? Is it going to be next year? Where, where I think Wemby is right now, Chet's more polished because he's a year two player, really, versus Wemby, who's a year one. So the... I, I still think Wemby has more upside than Chet. Um, I, I really want them both to gain a little bit of weight. Um, but other than that, other which than they that, will, which, which, which they will, I'm impressed with both of them. You got to be. I mean, impressed. Chet already compared to last season is, uh, you know, he's definitely put on weight, and Wemby will for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, all right, fluent. Do you want to move on to our next segment? Yeah, absolutely. So, although I oh, I got to do my power ranking down the road. Don't don't let us okay. finish this because I want to tell you who my number one is because you're all going to be surprised. But as you know, I'm entering the NBA draft, um, and so I'm going to be interviewing all the uh, 30 NBA teams. I thought maybe I should interview some agents too, um, and maybe one could tell us a little bit about what agents do. You know, wh what are some of the struggles that NBA players and people trying to make the NBA what they go through? So I thought, who better? Than someone you know who's from my city, in Toronto. You know somebody, Tom? I I, I know some, I, I know some people. I know uh -oh. some people. Uh -oh. Um, not only that, let, let me let me ask you this: in the world of 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 agents, in the world of agents, can you guess how many 
women in the world have active NBA players on their on their roster? Less than one percent. No, how many? Give me a number. Give me a number. I'll, I'll say ten. Mm, man, I think I hope that's wrong. I hope it's at forty. It's got to be lower. Well, it's five. Oh, that's. And Stacy Leewood is one of them. That was a fun intro. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Get my, get my agent on the phone. That's, why, that's an insane stat. Get my wow. agent on the five. phone. So one, one of five. five. You know, yeah, I honestly, I didn't even know. People started telling me that last year because obviously that's based on last season since this, since this season just started. And people were like, you know, there's only five of you, right? And I was like, five women that are agents they're like no five that like you know have gotten a player to the league or like have a player in the league and i was like that's a good stat yeah there's, there's, pl- there's plenty okay. of basketball players it's not many pros right mm-hmm. on this level sounds, yeah. sounds like stacy's a pro and since we're on that subject stacy how exactly did you get involved in the world of being an agent so I grew up, I was one of those kids that just played everything, but my first love was always basketball. I have an older brother. So like from the time that like I can remember, I was always in the gym, like going to his practices and stuff. And I was just, I always took a liking for basketball. I remember I was like three or something. It's like one of my earliest memories, like his coach, like picking me up and letting me dunk so that I could actually like, mm-hmm. you know, score like that feeling, you know? Uh, so I grew up playing, I played like as high of a level as you could where I was from. I'm from Newfoundland in Canada, which is like mm-hmm. a little island on the East Coast, if you're not familiar. I'm not. Um, so I played for like our provincial team for four years. Then you get too old. I tried coaching, but it wasn't the same. And then I was like partway through a business degree in university. And I was like, the hell am I going to do with this? Like the only thing I've really ever known is sports. And there's no real entertainment industry in Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. So I kind of made the leap. I moved to Toronto to figure out what to do with my degree. The Raptors won that year. I was like, wow, that's really cool. So I started just like researching, like what jobs are there in basketball? Like other than coaching, that's the only thing I knew you could play, you could coach. I didn't know about the rest of it. And I came across like the idea of being an agent because a lot of my friends ended up like on the male side playing pro, whether it was like semi-pro or like real pro and that sort of thing. And obviously you hear horror stories all the time. So I thought to myself, you know, I'm really good in sales. That's what I'm trained at. I have a business degree. I have like a background of playing basketball and I was a point guard, which I'm sure most point guards would attest to is like a different version of playing basketball than what a lot of people experience. Um, So I just thought like, why not put together like my passions, which is like helping people and also basketball and turn it into a career. I figured I couldn't do worse than what their agents were doing. So I might as well give it a shot. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. So, um, so did you finish college and then kind of start your own business or how did you go about that? So you have to have a degree to become a certified agent with the NBA. And when I decided I wanted to do it was when the pandemic hit and like everything was shut down. I just tried to make the most of that situation, I guess. And I hadn't finished my degree yet. I had like six courses left or something. So I said, screw it and threw them all in one semester. And I emailed the PA and I was like, if I can finish them before I'm supposed to write the exam, can I still apply? They're like, sure, as long as you can like send us your diploma or whatever, like send us your degree. Uh, mm-hmm. By the time you write the exam, like you can write it. And I was like, okay, cool. And then like, I was really intimidated because even the application and stuff is like, oh, like what law school did you go to? And like, that's a huge section of like the, the thing, right? So I just, I did some networking. I got some good references. They approved me to write the exam, which was nice. That was like a six month process in itself. So in that time period, I finished my degree. 
Then I got certified and I was supposed to already, I had a job lined up with a team in Canada to be their director of player personnel, which kind of a made up title. I just <laughs> wanted to be a part of the team. And I had somebody in the G League teach me how to be an assistant coach, but I had no experience. So they kind of, I gave them a portfolio of stuff and they're like, sure, you can do all of that. If you can do that, do that for us and call yourself whatever you want type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. So I did that. And then that summer, I actually, my team played against my first client. Um, he was a form, like he was a friend of mine before that anyway. And I had actually got to do the scout against them. And I was actually our head coach at the time. He was like, if you know his game so well, and like, you know how good he is and like, you're certified, why don't you represent him? I was like, oh no, I can't do that. Like, I was just like scared, you know, I was like a 23 year old. I had just mm -hmm. gotten certified. He played pro already for like years at that point, maybe five years. He's like, it's your friend. Like, just ask. You never know. If he says no, he says no, but just ask him. And anyway, that was Xavier Moon. I asked him the day that the, the season ended in Canada. And it took me about two weeks to get him into the G League. He ended up with his choice of team, which was pretty cool. And then two months after he started playing in the G League, we got his first NBA call up. So that's kind of what. How'd that conversation go? <laughs> How'd that conversation go? Hey, um, how was it? <laughs> Can I remember so you? When we met, I was actually a door-to-door -door salesperson. I worked for Vivint Smart Homes and I sold security door-to-door. -door. That's what I was doing like as a job when I was in university. And like at that point is when I met him. So like he just figured, I guess, shit, if you can do door-to-door -door sales, you could probably be an agent. So I remember I called him and I was so nervous because I didn't think he was going to take me seriously. But we joked before about me getting certified and replacing his agent. Mm -hmm. so I was basically like, do you want to hear something funny? And he was like, sure. I was like, so I got certified. Can I like try and get you into the NBA? Like, I know that's your dream. And he was like, honestly, if anybody's going to do it, it's probably going to be you. So go for it. And I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a ridiculous conversation. I'm telling you, if, if I'm 22 years old, I'm trying to get into the league. And my friend said to me, hey, I was wondering. Yeah, why not? How do you feel about me getting you in the NBA? Word? Okay. Word <laughs> um, here's the thing. It's the only time you will hear me say this name. It is the only time you will hear me say this name on this show. Because uh, for those that don't know, uh, Xavier Moon, uh, he was signed by the... <clears throat> sorry, it's going to be hard for me to say. The Los Angeles Clippers. Focus, Tone. The Los Angeles Clippers. <gasps> said it. Oh, man. Just so you know, Stacey, uh, I only call them the Buffalo Braves. Uh, as a Laker fan, uh, just gotta, I just I can't. I can't yeah. say it. But the, uh, because it's you, I'll, I'll let it go. The L.A. Clippers. So, I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> that. That was the first. Um, how does that now then grow? Is it easier? Because like, hey, I got a guy in the league. So do people start flocking to you or are you still having to reach out? I mean, I've never been somebody that really wanted it to be like super businessy. Like my whole point of getting in the business was to help people, you know, and yeah. I think about like, I only have so much bandwidth, so to speak. So if I'm going to help people, I want to help people that like, I feel like deserve it or people that are like close to me, friends of friends, that sort of thing. So honestly, like my whole business has just grown really organically. I mean, have there been players that I've reached out to? Yeah, but honestly, I've had less success with them than the people in my own network. Um, so almost all of my clients, if not all of my clients are either like a friend, a friend, a friend, um, somebody that I worked with before or that like worked with one of my clients before that like referred these players to me. That's how I've gotten a lot of my guys, honestly, is just straight up referral. Yeah. Per yeah. Perhaps, perhaps someone you came on a podcast with them even? <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, it happens, right? Never know. Part of the network. Well, I have two questions for you, Stacey. So you know, uh, so we got to deal with on the regular with this dude, just so you know. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, he, he, he's got to he's got to let us know who he knows. By the way. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, two things. One, are you hiring? No, I'm just kidding. And two, <laughs> unless I mean, you and, are, unless let's you make are. It, let's yeah. turn that five into six. No, and and number two. Um, so you started with that one. It, it worked out. Um, kind of walk us through what was that first experience like? You said you were 23, and obviously, I'm sure you're trying to get into these spaces where, obviously, you said like, are people going to take me seriously? How do I go about this? Like, what was that initial? Oh, yeah. Like, who do you call? Who do you talk to? Yeah, like, what do you Uh, do? It was insane. So, honestly, at the time when I was working with the team in Canada, I got lucky enough that one of the other guys, like, one of the guys that were on my team has, like, this really amazing agent. He's kind of, like, an old head in the space. He's, like, very well-known. And, again, our head coach at the time pushed me. He's like, here's his phone number. Call him. Nobody's going to teach you how to be an agent better than somebody that's been doing it. Um ask him what he thinks about you repping Xavier, ask him how to go about it and those sort of things. And it was funny because at the time he was like, it's a waste of time. Dude's 26. Like he's never played in the league. He's been a pro for five years. He's too old. He's too small. All this. Everybody told me the same thing, but I'm just, I'm that person. That's like, if you tell me I can't do it, I'm going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And he gave me a lot of great advice though. Honestly, we still talk to this day. Um, But honestly, a lot of it's just like trial and error. Like there's no way like there's no list of contacts you get or anything from the players association when you get certified. It's literally like me on social media, on LinkedIn, like find a video coordinator that'll connect you to an assistant, that'll connect you to the head, that'll maybe connect you to the GM and that sort of thing. So it was honestly just a ton of networking, just making friends throughout the different teams and, you know, relying on their help for a lot of it, you know, just getting the right contacts. And I was talking to somebody that I work with now Um, And I was just telling them, like, it's crazy. I was just reaching out to the NBA teams for one of my clients in the G League that I was actually just watching. Um, And he's playing really well. So I want to, you know, get ahead of the call ups and that sort of thing. It's like, man, it took me hours to reach out to all these teams and like update them with his stats. And then I thought about it two years ago. I could have never even done that. I didn't have the phone numbers for the GMs in the NBA two years ago. But it's just like an organic growth. Like, I'll go to the tournaments. I'll go to Summer League, the G League Showcase, all that. Shake hands. Like, spend days just like meeting after meeting after meeting just trying to meet people (laughs) that's basically how you go about it for me it's really relationship based honestly and Mm -hmm. even in terms of like placing the guys like you have to take into a lot of consideration where you send them what's a good opportunity for them and nine chances out of ten they will get treated better in the places that you have good relationships because you've gotten to know those people you've gotten to know their vibe you can like decide if like that player's personality meshes well with what they're doing it's just all knowledge, but it's like network knowledge. It's very different than, you know, X's and O's, like most people mm-hmm. would assume. Stacy, I used to work for an airline. And one of the things that I thought was really cool was when I got on a plane and I saw a female pilot. So that really never bothered me because if you know what you're doing, let's go. I don't care. Right. The question that I have for you is when you're doing this, like you just said, you're finally doing it and you're talking to GMs. When did the light go off that? I think I can do this. I think this is something that I can do. Honestly, it was kind of from the very beginning for me. When I first signed Xavier, I knew the hardest thing, like the hardest part of the whole job for me would be getting that first guy where he needs to go. So the light kind of went off for me when everybody told me there was not a chance in hell he could play in the G League because he'd never been there before. 
And it took me two weeks as a kid sitting down on a computer, finding contacts, reaching out to all the teams. I really overdid it, to be honest. Like I took him and compared him to like these point guards that already played for these teams that he played against that summer. And I was like, look, this is him cooking your guy. If he's better than your guy and you signed this guy, take him. And just like when I started getting emails back, and I'll never forget like the first team that emailed me back and I was shocked. I just didn't think anybody was going to answer my emails. And it just, they started rolling in all of a sudden. First it was one, then a couple days later, you know, I get a couple messages. Somebody say, hey, what's your phone number? Let's hop on the phone. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is really how it happens, huh? And that was like, when we got to the point that Xavier had his choice of G League team, I was like, I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> I could do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can actually. And now you also have a couple other clients who have some pretty famous last names. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. One, one, one's one's a ball brother, right? One of his favorite players, who hopefully he gets healthy soon. I know he just had another injury. His his brother, and the other one, the other one's one of my favorite, one of my favorite last names because as a player, I used to love the way that he played. <laughs> um, a, a, a an artist. So you have a ball and an artist. I do. Easier or harder when you're dealing with the fame of the last name, the fame of the family tree? Um, I would say it really just depends on who you're talking to. Like, I would say, like, there's so much value in knowing who you're talking to. And, like, in, in sales, we talk about, like, hot buttons. Like, there's different things that interest people about the same thing. Um, so for some people, like, it's actually a deterrent. They don't want these guys with bigger names because they don't want the clout that comes with it. Then you have other teams that are like all for it. They're like, yeah, they're going to bring in ticket sales. Like, mm -hmm. let's do it. And I've gotten both. Honestly, I've gotten both. But mm -hmm. honestly, my biggest thing is like the guys I have are great, great people. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing that I always start with is I'm going to prove who you are as a person. And then we're going to go from there and see who resonates with who you are as a person. Because honestly, it's so easy for people, especially in like Leangelo's case, like he has two very famous brothers. His dad is very famous. Even his girlfriend is famous. Like, what is your identity? And we talked a lot about that when we first started working together. Who do you want to be? Who are you? And what do you want to portray? And let's do that. So it, he's so sweet, though. Everybody would think that just because like, you know, you grow up in that space that like, Maybe you are a hothead or maybe you are like, you know, like a little diva or whatever. But honestly, super, super nice guy. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> he just like wants to be understood. He wants to be valued. Mm -hmm. And I think that's no different no matter what your last name is. It's no different for Ron. Ron doesn't have like the same like fame growing up, but it's <laughs> he looks exactly like his dad. You know what I mean? He still can't go out places and people not recognize him, you know? Yeah. So it's just like finding places where they're safe and finding places like where they're valued for who right. they are is definitely like the two biggest challenges. Yeah. So so that's going to be a problem, see, because she wants good people and then people will show clips of this show. And so I'm off the table. So just remember, <laughs> this is going to ruin your rep. It's going to ruin it. Yeah. Hang, hanging with me and Tone. This one right here is the only like legit one that me, hanging with me and Tone. Once they see us, it's going to be like, yo. Stay away from her. She is poison. No, these two, these two will definitely help you in that networking so, for sure. Absolutely. But affluent, uh, you go. Do you have a question? No, no, go, go, go ahead, go ahead. I talked too much already. Well, I know you probably can't share specifics, um, but has there been like a a story that kind of comes to your mind as you've been like getting? I don't know how many guys are you representing right now. 
Um, it's kind of like a really fluid thing because I also try not to count players until they're on a job because okay. anything can happen right. type thing. Right. So I'll, it's usually a range of between 10 and 20 for me. And um, are they I all in some WBA of those. Or, or college? Um, I don't do college because there's a separate certification for that. And believe it or not, you actually have to be an MBA agent for three years before you're allowed to rep college players, which is like, seems I guess because it's like more on the line for, for them, maybe. I mean, even in the league, yeah. and I got I to gotta get more certification to rep represent an amateur as opposed to I'm already representing pros. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's right. Mean, it's, it's strange. It's learn. very strange. And yeah, that's, that's, it's the same thing with the W. The W is like a separate certification, which is something that I'm actually looking into. I would really like to get involved on that side of things. It's just like yeah. a separate network. So it just like okay. takes its own time to kind of like build you know, organically for me, people always ask me this, like why I start on the men's side instead of the women's side. And mm -hmm. I mean, based on the story of how I got started, I think it's pretty yeah. clear. I mean, Xavier Moon was a man. Um, so that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was an easy decision. Yeah. Well, it's just your circle. So, I mean, you had that up in kind of knowing people personally and, and believing in them. And then, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're, you're passionate. And why is that a question too, Stacey? The fact that why would you start here? As like, if I was an agent, they wouldn't ask me that. No, right, because they think because women are supposed to and supposed, but like support other women, and I I don't think it's primarily that's all we should do, especially I, when there's more room for growth in like the men's league. It, I, like, let's be I, honest. Yeah, I just see it as like I don't know when you look at like what the W has tried to accomplish and who's actually done a good job of pushing that forward. It's actually the people that are on the outside looking in. And I just kind of see the value in having somebody advocate for you when they don't have like a vested interest in your success. Like I feel like that that outsider that's pushing it because it's like what they want to push and not because they're pushing it to get paid means something too, right. you know? Right. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like you were getting asked like why'd you start on the men's side? And number two, be honest. How many people ask you how come you're not doing hockey? Honestly, I don't get that a lot. I get football a lot. People always ask me why not rep football players. Even football players ask me that. They're like, oh rep me. But to be really honest, there's no like American football in Newfoundland. I don't really know the rules even, so it'd be very difficult for me to do as good of a job with yeah. football. They're Maybe like, down oh, the road. Like, how many yards did he have? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. From Toronto, the first thing people ask me when they find out like I have a, a sports podcast, they're like, "Oh, you talk hockey?" I'm like, "No." I don't know anything about hockey. Like I just like I can't. But you're from Canada. I'm like I know. But so. I'm the worst newfie ever because like the only sport that's big in Newfoundland is hockey, and I I just I did figure skating. I didn't do the whole hockey thing, so I never got into I don't know it. If you saw it. But in the chat, the first thing someone said was, "She's from Newfoundland." The first thing she lost when she moved to Toronto was the accent. It's funny. I've never really had one. Honestly, I credit that to like, really? I grew up bilingual. I don't so, like, believe I'm, you for one second. Huh? Really? I don't believe you for one second that you never had that accent. Honestly, right. like, if you ask anybody in my family, I've never wow. had it because when I grew up, like I learned French and English at the same time because my mom's a French teacher. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. I mean, my brother and my dad don't really speak French. My brother did French school, but like never really got into it. But right. like I find like their accents when I go home, I find theirs really thick. My mom's though, because my mom's a French teacher, I find like she doesn't really have the accent unless she's talking to people with a thick accent. So like maybe I do, do but it comes out. Or no? Huh? Can you do an impression for everybody? Because I don't think they know the accent. These two are I mean, American. It's just it sounds really Irish, like Irish, Scottish. It's more so like sayings. Like there's things that I used to think were just like normal things to say. And I came to Newfoundland and they, or I came to Toronto and they just thought I was really religious. Cause like, Such as. 
if somebody like hurts themselves, for example, or you see somebody fall over, you're like, oh, what a sin. Like that would be like, I don't even know what the equivalent is in like other lingos, but like, that's what we would say. Like, oh, what a sin. Or like, you're having a bad day. Like what a sin. And like, mm. I used to say that all the time. And everybody's like, Mm. I, tried, I, tried the, I tried to get the accent for you guys. She she didn't fall for my trick. I'm sorry. What 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 is okay. and and you being an agent and you being in it for a shorter period of time that you've been in it, but it looks like you're mastering it. So, what's been the most challenging part for you at at this um, point? What's been the toughest part for you? I think the toughest part for me is like understanding that it is just a business to a lot of people. Like not like I think understanding like the different perspectives of the people involved in the business like helps you be good at the business. But for me, I just can't see it in any light other than like I'm here to help people. But then I had to like learn other people's perspective from talking to them. And there's nothing wrong with it. You can be in it for the money and that's fine. There's people that have families to support and feed. I'm just not one of those people. Right. Like I don't have kids. I'm not married. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like I just see it through a different lens. <laughs> and especially when you're working in an industry where I mean, if you're going to picture an agent in your mind, it's an old white guy, right? So trying to think like an old white guy, I can see like why that's difficult for everybody that's not an old white guy. You know what I mean? They just have different <laughs> priorities. They have different priorities. They've seen more. They've been like, they've been in situations that maybe have jaded them. We've all been through those situations, but it's like, there's a lot more on the line maybe in different circumstances. So trying to understand other people's perspective understanding like why they think like that and then understanding how to work with them knowing that that is their mindset i would say is probably like the most challenging because i come from and you can call it naive you can call it whatever but i come from like a very like heartfelt place i guess of like i want to change people's lives like this is my opportunity that i created to like enable myself to like make actual change in the world mm -hmm. and not everybody's like that, and that's fine. But I didn't realize that not everybody was like that until I got into it. It's kind of crazy, harsh, harsh world. It, it's crazy that you say that, Stace, because I work with a dude that's also Canadian. He is not like that. I just want to make sure that we play on that. He, <laughs> yeah. is, he is not like Polar that opposite. at all. Absolutely not. <laughs> this thing that you mentioned that when you're talking about when you're talking about the challenges. So it's obvious that the gratification is, you know, when you get a call from a general manager that. Uh, X guy just got called up to the Chicago Bulls or oh I cried I cried I was speechless the first time I got the call for Xavier it's actually a wild story I'll tell it to you quickly but yep. basically that year it was in the middle of COVID still and there's a G League showcase right before Christmas every year that used to always be in Vegas this year it's in Orlando mm -hmm. um, but to think about the fact that I was living in Toronto I would fly all the way to Vegas, like two days before Christmas, just to have to fly all the way to Newfoundland. Mm. And I actually couldn't even get in because they weren't allowing any fans. They weren't allowing agents because of COVID. But I had the itinerary. I had his info. I knew where he was staying. I knew all the teams were staying there. So I figured if he went and killed it and I was there and I was just like hanging out at the restaurants and like running into people and like trying to push that agenda. Like I'm a dreamer. I was like, it's going to work. Like there's no reason why if I'm begging them and he's playing well, that they won't call him up. Yes. I'll never forget it. It was one of the last days we were there. Reggie Jackson got COVID. And in my mind, I'm like game set match. Like they're the same size, similar player. Like here's our call up. And I'll never forget. I called the assistant GM. I called the GM of the G league team. 
And I was like, I need you to put me on the phone with like the highest up person on the Clippers that'll talk to me. Like, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> Get me on line one right now. I don't care who is there. That's right up. Literally, and he's amazing, by the way. Like, shout out to Matt at the Clippers. He is amazing. So he connected me to one of the assistant GMs. And I'll never forget it. I don't you know what day it was, but he was like, it was like 4.55 p.m. or something like that. He was like, just want to tell you, like, as of right now, like 4.55 p.m., we're not replacing Reggie Jackson. And I was like, heartbroken. I was yeah. like, this sucks. Like, I flew back to Newfoundland. It took me like 12 hours to get home. I get there. Like, my parents are expecting, like, the news that, like, he made it. And, like, I didn't have that. So I was just, like, sad. I went upstairs, got a shower. And when I got out of the shower, my phone was ringing. And I was like, it can't be you know it's midnight at this point like it's christmas eve and well it's about to be christmas day actually i guess midnight christmas day and it was the president of the clippers he said hey stacy check your email merry christmas you got the 10 day and he just like cried like it was just like i cried i was speechless then i had to compose myself and call him and together stace Get it together. Get it together, mama. You got to get it together. Yeah. It was like that moment of just like, holy shit, we did it. And then yeah. I, called yeah. him, I called him on FaceTime too, because I had to see his face. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this is my dream for a couple of years, but this was his dream his whole life. The guy who was too little and too old to make the G League is now on an NBA team. Yeah. Exactly. This is why you listen to nobody when you have a dream, by the way, but I love that. (laughs) But yeah, I called him. He was home with his family. It was sweet. I'll never forget it. His mom, his grandma, they were there. They were all dressed up in their Christmas stuff and it was so sweet. And I was like, X, we did it. And they were all just like, it was the exact same reaction I had. Everybody was just like speechless, just so happy. And the next step was the Clippers booked him a flight and I booked the next flight to LA to go to the game. Of course, yeah. you, get, you have to be you there. Got, for yeah, that. you have you to be there. Be His there debut, your debut. This, this Absolutely. Sounds sound like some Jerry Maguire logic right here. Like, I love my, it. My, my agent got to be there for that. Absolutely. Yeah, it was crazy. I'll never forget seeing him on the court, like like on the Clippers court in the Clippers jersey for like the first time. Like that was by far like I can't even describe it. It's the most surreal feeling I've ever had in my life. And like no matter what happens in my career, like at this point, it's like. That has been the highlight of my life up until yeah. this point, and I pray that there's good things to come. But if there's not, I achieve my goal of getting a player to the NBA. Yeah. So <laughs> I, oh, it's I... obvious. It's obvious that it's more. That I mean, you. It's, yeah. it's no way that you get a guy signed on Christmas, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. No. no, that's just the beginning. No, that's just the beginning of it. No uh, way. It was yeah. so funny because I had tried everything. When they were like, we're not replacing Reggie, I like, you know, pulled like the 23-year-old like little girl card and was like, listen, like all I want for Christmas is this 10-day. Like, and that's why it was so funny when he was like, check your email. Merry Christmas. You got the 10-day. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Um, I know you got to go, Stacey, but we did get a super chat but, specifically uh, yeah, for you. Um, okay. And so... This is from one of our viewers. Uh, for Stacy, could you see yourself being an NBA GM in the future? Also, who's in your top 10 all-time NBA players and bonus one top 10 players as clients? So um, answer the ones you want to. I know that's kind of a lot, but. Um, definitely my goal, and it's something that I'm confident I'm going to achieve. I will be a GM in the NBA at some point. It's only a matter of time. That is like my ultimate goal. 
I think being an agent, having worked in like operations, having been a player, like it's all just like part of a bigger picture to understand, like I was talking about different people's perspectives and like how to manage those personalities. Cause that's what makes a good GM. You look at like people like Pat Riley, they're not great at their job because this is the only job they've ever had. You know what I mean? When you're around something, you get used to it, you get better at it, you get to know people and you know, what excites them, what offends them and that sort of thing. And you can go from there. So yes, I do plan on being a GM. Um, I hope I'm not the first, by the way, like the first female, because people ask me that all the time. I hope I'm not, but if I am, I'll have to get it like next year. What? Unless you get it like next year. Even still, honestly, it doesn't hurt for there to be more than one. Like I'm not that person that set out to be the trailblazer. I I don't dream of being the first. I dream of being there. And I don't care if there's somebody there before me or not. Honestly, great for us if there is. Um, In terms of like, top 10 players. I feel like that's really hard to like list off the top of my head. Um, but I will say, top five. five. Yeah, I will say, so what what was it? Top five of all time or something? Yeah. You give as many as you want. 10 is insane. Um, top five of all time. I would say my favorite center of all time is Shaq. Diesel. (laughs) Do you, do you know, do you know that this is a relative? Did you know this or not? What? Shaq's a good friend of the shows. He happens to be related to Jill, so he's 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 find out, which they didn't find out until the actual show that day. Yes, we did not. Kind of, kind of like you, Stace. Like you know, I don't care that you're a woman. What I care is that you do your job. Right. Right. So you know, the fact that that's family, that's not important, right? No, that's awesome. Well, I mean, he's definitely in my top five, though. Like. Wow. I, know, I feel like he doesn't he doesn't believe he's in the top five so that's impressive that's pretty crazy. well i feel like people like players for different reasons too like yeah. i don't know if i'm supposed to list the best players in the world of all time but i can Your tell you like my five. favorites like yeah, i love fine. Shaq. Shaq was great dwayne wade was a, a big favorite of mine i mm-hmm. love jimmy butler to this day just like the personality with the talent like and i just believe yeah. like being a good teammate is important um so he's definitely a favorite of mine Ooh, now I only have two left. Mm, I loved Allen Iverson as a kid. I just feel like he was such like a cultural icon. Like he changed the game in so many ways, like on and off the court. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, I don't know who to say. Honestly, if we're talking about game changers, let's go with Steph Curry because nobody changed the modern day basketball more than he did with the three-pointers. So. Mm-hmm. That, that's a pretty solid top five. Pretty just, solid. Know, just know when you get that DM job, this dude right here, do not call him. Okay? <laughs> do not. Do not put yeah, this gonna on your, Yeah, he's going to wreck your crew. I am crew. going to be your right now. DM and just so you know. He's going to wreck your crew. You know. Don't let him even be in the He's going to wreck your crew. Every time we do a draft, my team always wins. Everything's nuts. And 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 GM, I'm telling you. And James Dolan. And James Dolan has uh, an offer from me that if I don't get the Knicks to the NBA championship in five years, I'll give him all the money back. Can you imagine oh. a great? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that, Stacey? Imagine somebody coming to you and saying, "Yo, I'll be your assistant for five years, and if I don't get us to a championship, I'm, I, you don't have. I'll give all the money back." I do not Lose. want that dude on my roster. He's gonna get me fired. I'm telling you right now. Jim, I have right not there. Call this dude. He's gonna get you fired. I'm telling that's you. Hilarious. Oh, that's hilarious. That's so funny. I feel like, especially with like things like um, 
what's it called fan duel like they have like that gm thing where you can make like fantasy teams yeah, yeah, for yeah, a night yeah. and like all that i feel like especially with like the rise of like online betting and stuff like the gm position and like 2k for example like you know there's those settings now where you can like learn to be a GM and that sort of thing. I feel like the position is like really different depending on which team you're a part of, but I think we're all just really intrigued by the opportunity to like build a team, you know? You could do yeah. anything online today. You can learn how to fly a plane online today. I mean, you could you can learn how to be an agent. People ask me how I figured it out. I told Here them I Googled go. it. There you go. See how simple that is? I don't really know how to do this, but give me a second. Hold on. YouTube and Google, like, you could, you can do whatever. Sky's the limit for sure. And honestly, that's why I love doing podcasts and things of, like, this nature, because I feel like how is anybody going to learn how to be an agent if there's not people like me talking about it? It's a weird business. Somebody like, is watching this right now, Stacey, seeing you going, you I just inspired too. someone. Absolutely. I, hey, I, I think I figured out how to enter the draft at 100 years old. You there got you go. I looked it up. And I found out I was eligible. This is what I'm talking about. Like, we got this dude entering the draft. This is the kind of stuff that you're going to have to deal with. You're never too, old, you're never too little. Year. That's you're what I just learned. Fire. Do yeah. not involve yourself with this dude. You're getting fired. <laughs> draft me. Oh my God. <laughs> I know you got to go, Stace. We're not going to hold you up too much longer, yeah. but this was fantastic. Um, before you go, though, where can people oh, find yes. you, support you, watch you as you move along on your journey? Um, The place I'm probably the most is like my Instagram. I don't know. I have a business Instagram, which is like leewoodsports.entertainment, but I also like my personal Instagram is just Stacy Leewood. It's just my name, but mm -hmm. I can't help but promote my guys there as well. I feel like everything that I post on the company account gets shared on my regular account anyway. Cause like, that's your life. That is my life. Yeah. Like if you want to follow along, I am pretty active on Instagram. So <laughs> absolutely. And you can, and you can remember when, when you're, when she's a GM that you saw her here first. That's yeah, that's right. We, that's knew, right. we knew what Absolutely. the future holds. You know, you know who she is. Absolutely, we know who she is. Thank you very much. And I'll much. definitely hop back on the podcast when I make it to the GM world. Please do that. Really? You won't forget yes. us. Do that. Right. Please, please do that. Do that. Don't okay. hire him, though, Stacy. Please yeah. don't. Don't hire now. him, though. Because I want you to keep your job as a GM. I want to talk about you. Right? I want to talk <laughs> yeah. about the moves that you make. Don't hire this dude. He's going to get you fired. I'm telling you. <laughs> don't. I thought we were friends. Stacy looks so disappointed. Oh, we were supposed to be friends. He said, you know my family. He said we were like brothers, and this is how he's treated me. I'm not saying stand this dude, right? He's protecting her friends. Guys. Gotta do it. I love that dude. I don't like, this is this is this is my man. I love this dude. You know that. So funny. You know that I love him. Awesome. Right. Well, thank you guys so much. This was really fun. I feel like I haven't like smiled this much in like days. So like my cheeks oh. hurt. Like, <laughs> no, thank you for coming on, sharing. Absolutely. I mean, I just I'm so excited for you, and definitely gonna you know keep. Listen, I'm just gonna put this out there. The next thing we're doing is making our picks in the in-season tournament. I'm sorry. I'm put. Would you, if you have time and you want to stay and make picks, you stay. <laughs> and you have to hop off just yes, to watch the go. rest of the guys' game. But they were down by 10 and a half. So, like, I'm hoping that, you know, they made a little comeback while I've been on here. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, so know, just so you know, we had we had the lead assistant to the Jazz, Scott Morrison, on. And oh, I were, love yeah. Scott. Okay. And they were on. They were on. They were on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're both from kind of the same kind of area. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had a player on his team, his G League team last year as well. So, oh, I got to know Scott. Yeah. So, so he, they were on a losing streak. After coming on, two-game win streak. That's all I'm saying. So, <laughs> not, a, not a coincidence, Stacey. That's yeah. all I'm saying. We're good luck. Not a coincidence. I'll Thank you very much. You guys get in a drought, too. 
Yes. Okay. Let us know. Thanks, Stace. Awesome. Thank, Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Have a good night. Talk soon. She's dope. She's dope, Tom. Absolutely. I'm digging her. She's dope. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. She's dope. Oh, all right. Basketball mm-hmm. games have started. Football games have started. The the fake oh. fans have left, but the real fans are still watching. Yeah, we um, dropped like 100 people. We got we, it's all NFL. They all went to watch the Seahawks Cowboys, which no one cares about. So exactly. Uh, no, so, I don't. So no. that being said, uh, do you want to make our do you want to make our picks? Yeah, I do. Let's do it. Do. Let's do it. Let's see here. Okay. So for those that don't know, for those that don't know, the the Knicks, the Knicks. Uh, I believe I can actually do. Hold on, let me see if I can do this. Yeah. Okay. So for those that don't know, here's how the standings uh, were. So the winner of each division automatically gets in. So the the Pacers were four and zero. They're in. The Bucks were four and zero. They're in. Boston was three and one, and it was and because three teams in the East C bracket, because they all had it's the high, the head to head matchups. So Boston had the the better record there. So that's why Boston gets in. The Knicks. Although they scored less points than everybody else, they had the biggest point differential in their so they were a plus twenty five uh, versus the other two three and one teams. So that's why the Knicks are in. Mm-hmm. In the West, you had the Lakers. <laughs> the only four games the Lakers won. The Lakers four and zero. The Pelicans fly Pelican three and one, uh, and the uh, Sacramento uh, Queens also at four and zero. So they are in. Um, so that that's that's how your brackets became what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, this, by the way, I have this here just so you know. This is something I didn't like because of point differential being the tiebreaker after head to head. The the Celtics yeah. went with the hack a shack on Drummond up by thirty. <laughs> the score the score was one eleven seventy nine. This is why I don't like that. And they were like, we have to win by like twenty seven or more to to get into the tournament. I didn't necessarily like that, but okay, that's not that. I, no more rants. No more rants. Okay. So here's the bracket. So we got Lakers and Suns in the West, Kings and Pelicans, Bucks and Knicks in the East, and Pacers and Celtics. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's start with Lakers Suns. Who went <coughs> Jay? I'm going with the Lakers. I think they beat the Suns. They've handled them the two previous games that they played them, and I think Book is out with another injury. I'm not sure uh, if he's going to play. So I think the Lakers handled them. Yeah, I think with the injury, the season-long, basically, injury of Beal, and uh, it looked like he twisted his ankle. He came back and played last night against the Raptors, but I think he only took one shot in the second half. So he's look, it makes sense for him to rest because he's been banged up this season as well. Kevin Durant alone, I don't think, is going to be enough to carry the Suns over the Lakers, so I've got the Lakers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, next, Bucks, Knicks. Thoughts? H, I hate the Bucks defense. I think the Knicks beat them. What defense? I, exactly. I hate their defense. They're in the bottom ten in the league. Something that doesn't exist. Yeah, One more time, Tom. How can you hate something that doesn't exist? That makes it even worse right there. The fact that they – I mean, as good as defense as Giannis is playing individually, as a team, they're not very good defensively. And yeah. what they've done is – and I said this earlier today, Tone, this time last year, they only gave up 120-plus points one time they've given up 120 plus points five times tone this time last year they gave up 
They get, they held teams to 98 points or less five times. They've only given up. They've only held one team to 98 points. I think that was Charlotte. That's it. I th- I think the Bucks made a mistake. <coughs> Excuse um, me. Now, listen, I'm not saying it was a mistake to get Dame, although losing Drew was a big loss. But I think they made a mistake at the coaching position. I feel like if they were going to get Dame, and I know they didn't know that things were months apart, but mm-hmm. getting Dame, I feel like they 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 said no to Nick Nurse, and I think Nick Nurse would have been a better coach for this team uh, with Dame. I think Adrian Griffin would have been just fine with um, if Holiday was still there, but I think with Dame, I think Nick Nurse would have been the better coach, and then Adrian Griffin definitely deserved to be a head coach somewhere else. Um, I just think. It's not with this group. So I'm with yeah. you as well. I think I can't believe I'm going to say this um, unless unless Julius Randle thinks it's the playoffs. Um, I think the Knicks win this game. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think it could go either way. I think, though, based off just what I saw last postseason and already this season, it's probably going to be the Knicks. But I hope I'm wrong. Um. Pacers, Celtics. I'm taking Celtics, um, but I do think it might be a better little. I think it might be a better game than people are gonna give credit. I don't think they smoked them by fifty to like the yeah. like they did the last time they saw them. I yeah, think I it's gonna think be so. a little bit different, but I still think that they that they handled them. Tyrese Halliburton gives them a different dynamic that they didn't have, and he fits better with the rest of that crew, and they play better with him on the floor. So I do think it's gonna be more competitive. The the issue that I am having is KP being out. So we we we. we Porzingis being out, that's going to be a problem because they don't really have that rebounding in that in that interior defense. But Indiana's got one of the worst defenses in the league, if not the worst defense in the league. I think they're giving up the second most points in the league. So because of that, I'm going with the Celtics. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my preseason dark horse as I as you remember from the original mm-hmm. uh, power rankings when y'all laughed at me when I said the Pacers are going to be a lot better than you think. Now, granted, you I agree, no defense but they probably have the best offense in the league to go along with the second worst defense. So I'm going to go Pacers over the Celtics. Fluent Jr., since you're here, um, you can just make one pick for us. Pacers and Celtics in the play-in tournament, who you got? Indiana Pacers, Boston Celtics, who you got? Yeah, in the play-in tournament, who you got? Pick a winner. You don't have all this. Celtics. Celtics, okay. You're wrong. Get out. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You get out. I should run the show. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. Moving on. Moving. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bad, bad pick. Bad, bad pick. Celtics. Get out. Yeah. Don't disagree with me in my own house. Hello. Oh, we have another. Hey, a little bit. Hi. How are you, dear? Hello. Hi. On the side. Okay. You're going to make this pick. Kings yeah, yeah. versus Pelicans. 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 Okay. Pels. <laughs> okay. Jay, do you agree? No, or I'm going to go with the Kings. kings? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Kings. I think the Kings have... Uh, even though they, they lost last night to the Clippers, it was a back-to-back. Um, I thought they would have played better, but I think they'll be more prepared. Sabonis will be ready. As much as I'm a Herb Jones stand, I think that Herb's going to have his hands full with Malik Monk. He's going to have his hands full with De'Aaron Fox. I think yeah. that they, I think the Kings handled them, dudes. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Kings as well. Um, I just, I don't think that's a good matchup for the Pelicans. So, and De'Aaron Fox. Man, when he's healthy, he looks good. He looks good. I thought last year wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm. So, 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 Ox, light the beam. Light the beam. Okay. Shall we finish some of these super chats? 
Yeah, let's do, do it. it. Um, do okay, it. I, I don't really know how to go about this one because it's rude. So I'm just going to put it on the screen and then not going to do anything else. But he paid for it. So sorry, Henry, we're not reading this. But there you go. Well, it's not rude. He's just a, he's a Freemason. That's all. Awesome. I, mean, awesome. I don't know what that, I don't even know what that means. H, it's 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 like a it's like a organization like the Illuminati. So he's no, trying he's trying like to be that. funny. He's trying to be no. question. No, he's not. Yeah. Okay, Almighty Lambo. Uh, you you boys finna get cooked. L Hill Town Go Birds. Okay. Yeah. We'll see what happens on Sunday. That's all I gotta say. We come into Philadelphia. That's all I gotta say. We come into Philadelphia. Come into your city. Be ready for us. Because we'll be ready for you guys. Facts. I'm so excited. It's the only thing giving me hope at this point. So mm -hmm. um, there we go. Sorry. James B. So is <laughs> David Ortiz better than Barry Bonds because of the play because of the playoff performance? Jetertown, L winning bias. Wow. L winning bias. Give me a break, man. Whatever. I'm good okay. on that. <laughs> Um, Mello, Dallas Cowboys overrated wins. Their fans are the worst. Halliburton is over Trey and Jaw for me. Just so you know, Tone, the Cowboys, 33, the, the wins that they have, the teams that they've played, 33 games under 500. The teams that they've beaten. I think they 20, I, I think they 28 and in, in, in like something crazy like that. Something, something 30, 28 and in 56, something crazy like that. 23 and, and 56, like 33 games under 500. So, do you, know, do you know what we say on this show when someone brings up the Cowboys? We do not care. No, we don't. No, no, we do not. No, no, we do not. We don't. No, we do not. James B, James, do me a favor, James oh, let B. It go. Let it go. Whatever it is, let it go. Next. All I'm, all I'm asking this dude to do is I need you to care because I care about winning you obviously don't i care about winning and not only do i care about winning i care about when you did it the fact that barry bonds hit 200 in the playoffs like if we had a dude that's a superstar in the nba like joel Embiid, what joel Embiid does or tone what, what, what did you tell me about julius randall and what julius randall what he does in the playoffs if we had a guy drop like that as a superstar in the playoffs for years how are we talking about him when it matters the most, you don't get it done. Get the hell out of here. No, you're nothing. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, facts. Um, random guy. Uh, don't do me like that, Fluent. Also, your thoughts on Sports Illustrated getting caught using AI to write stories. I wish uh -oh. I could come up there and talk about this one because uh, because this is crazy, but not surprising. Interesting. Eight. All right. So, what? So, so, so let me. Eight. Let me... Eight. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's because I with the AI. First thing the answer is first part. Don't do me like that. It's because I didn't see OGs. So I took that back and I said, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just uh the AI thing. I, I I don't care about the AI thing at all because you know what? what? The AI didn't write the article without someone telling it what to write. So I've told you this guys a million times uh... before. You're not going to lose your job to AI. You're going to lose your job to someone who knows how to use AI. So someone went in and said, write an article about this. And you have to put in parameters and you have to give it direction. It's like any other computer. You have to tell it what to do. So I have no issue with that at all. I I, I purposely, I listen, I write and, and I will put it into AI to fix grammar, you know, be my th thesaurus to give me better words for certain things. 
Uh, certain things I have to write have to have high SEO value. I don't know if you know SEO, like search engine optimization. So I say, hey, rewrite this so that it gets me optimal you know, SEO for this that I'm trying to get to. And it does that. That's me being smart and using technology. And for anyone who says not to do that, like anyone who's given Sports Illustrated a hard time about it, do you take the elevator or do you walk up 20 flights of stairs? I was about to ask you that, Tone. Is AI like spell check? But does something is, specific is that, happen in the article or did they just get caught using AI to write their articles? I don't know. I, 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 don't, guy, I don't even don't know. Have, tell us no. Let us know because I don't care. Yeah, we don't have time um, to put the link out today because we have to get through like eight more super chats. Yeah. But like if something happened, just drop it in the chat. Um, because I mean, just I think a lot of companies probably already do that. But if something weird happened, then we got it now. So. Hey, just so you know, everything you do is controlled by AI. It. Like when you go on, yeah, when you go on to Sports Illustrated, hold on, when you go out to Sports Illustrated to check out a story and you know there's that banner across the top, that's because it was AI was listening to you talk and they're like, oh, here, you you, you want to do All mine are shut off. I go into my phone and everything I turn off, I'm not sharing location. I'm not sharing this. Nothing. H, no. is, H is one hundred percent clear. H is not in the matrix. She is not trying to hear that. I am not. Hey. In the matrix. Hey. I am anti. The truth is. <laughs> yeah. H, H, H. How do you know that I'm not a bot? I'm, I might be a bot. H. He might no, be. no. You're not a bot. Can you, can you handle it? Who might, might be a bot, bot, but you're not a bot. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. How dare you? <laughs> Sometimes I wonder what. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, double P. I predict the Lions make the NFC Championship game because they beat the Eagles and the 49ers lose in the divisional to Dallas. That's my reasoning. That's, that's mm-hmm. you, you can't put down the 49ers on this show. <laughs> so the four, so the so the Cowboys beat us this year in the divisional round. This year they beat this year. Okay. All right. I like to say that All right, we'll see. I, was, I, I was low on the Lions at the beginning of the season. I got high on the Lions. I'm kind of low on the Lions again. I'm sorry. The, the Lions starting to lion again. Yeah, I don't know about. I mean, yeah, they've been they've been great, though. Uh, Zita, Damo on B Souls Alive confirmed that Christopher K. Victim TV doing has decided to quit pc unless some changes were made blah, blah, blah. we're i mean we're, we're not going to get into this you know that's just... we we talked well listen we talked about it um we can't we can't speak for damo we can't speak for for ticket so no. um these dudes love the drama that, that that's what it is these dudes love the drama we'll they, say this. they love if the drama damo, i will say this if damo and ticket are no longer on the panel um I, the show won't be as good as it was unless someone comes up and steps up because those are two big personalities with a lot of boss, basketball knowledge. Um, and anytime you lose talented people who know who know hoops and who are good personalities, it's not, it's it's not good. Now again, you can replace them with other people who have that. Great, um, but like if if first take got rid of Skip or no first take got rid of uh, Stephen, Stephen A. a Right, it would be different for a while. It would take a hit, but then you find someone else. Or actually, when I said Skip, maybe that wasn't a slip. Right, mm-hmm. Skip's gone, and you're like, oh no, Skip was a big personality. Well, they brought in someone else, and it was fine. And then he was gone. What was his name? The 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 boxing guy um, that Skip ousted. Oh, Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman. He was out, and they're like, oh my god, they got rid of Max. They brought in someone else. They brought in Shannon Sharp. Yeah. That's the way it works. But um, I I will say this. Um, We'll just wait to see. And honestly, the thing, the way things go behind the scenes, I'm sure in a week everything will be. Listen, Angie said, Angie said she will come on the panel if Dom on Ticket are gone. 
I want a face reveal, Angie. I don't believe she will. I don't think she'll do it. Come out of the shadows. I don't believe she'll do it. I don't. I don't believe she'll do it. That's, yeah, she wants to stay anonymous, but mm-hmm. Angie, that would be fire. Okay, the trip 180 is fine. I think we need to thin the roster. Start Hayes for a bit and see how that looks. Grab Caruso and Levine. Just just go grab Caruso and Levine. Just get him, right? Like it's nothing. Here you go, yeah. Just get Caruso back, yeah. Right. And use an eight-man rotation, Lakers and right. six. Yeah, all right, Lakers and six. Fire. I like it. Angie, uh, thoughts on Ertz, in my opinion, Ravens or back to Philly? Ravens well, or he, back to he, Philly? He, he just got he uh, he asked for his release from uh, yeah. from Arizona. He got cut today. Um, yeah. How does he help Phil? Well, he's I, I think he's still a good tight end. I, I, I still feel like he, I think he's still a good tight end. I feel like he's more of a a possession tight end, and he's he's still a good blocker. But I mean, Philly's pretty good with what they already have, Tom. I think didn't Godert get hurt though? So I I think I think the the familiarity with Ertz right. uh, would make more sense for him to go back to Philly. I right. think the Ravens really like uh, Likely, so I, I think I think they listen, he's no Mark Andrews, but I think they're okay with Likely, and it makes sense if Godert is hurt that Ertz goes back to Philly because he, he won't have to learn really a new playbook. He's familiar, like so. Yeah, I think it makes sense Philly. I wouldn't be surprised if he got grabbed by Detroit too, like they snuck into that. Yeah. Um, the trip, oh yeah, trade the low, even if we don't get Levine. So that's it. Oh yeah, just trade them all. Every time we go on a losing streak, trade everybody. Get everybody out of here. Mm-hmm. See, right. I, think I would be a bad GM. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe leave the GMing to Stacy. <laughs> but, um, okay. AD is a four. Lakers want him to be a five. He was the best D12 and JaVale playing the five for him. He even was better at what he did when they were there. Facts. Exactly. And, he was, better, and he was better in and he was better in New Orleans when he played where? At the four. That's that's who he is. Now you that's ask me. Want, listen, it's not that he can't play the five. It's not that he shouldn't be the five. It's not that he doesn't have the skill set to be the five. It's that in his mind, he wants to do something. And 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 whether it's consciously or subconsciously, he just plays better when he's at the four. So put him at the four. Yeah. And get a Just dirty work, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, like what's the worst that could happen? You salvage what maybe could be something, or you keep doing the same thing and it doesn't work. So I think Stacy answered this one already. She's also gone. Oh, oh yeah, my bad. All right. Do you want me to message and ask? No. Yeah, yeah, come back. Uh, sports PSP. Um, and then we're gonna jump off. Uh, who should be the commander's next coach? Real quick. Any thoughts? Uh, there's there's two names. There's only two names. One okay. is obvious. The other one is out of left field because he's a friend of mine. Uh, I think Eric Bieniemy makes the most sense um, for him to. I believe he's the offensive coordinator. So I think just, they clean house in Washington. Tone. I don't think Eric Bieniemy is the guy in Washington. I think really? They, I think they clean house. That would be yeah. a shame that he still hasn't gotten a head coaching opportunity. Yep. Number two is is someone who deserves a shot, another shot, not a shot, a, another shot. He's available right now. My friend, Coach Hugh Jackson. Coach Hugh Jackson is the perfect type of guy. For, he was for, in a bad. He was just in a bad situation in Cleveland. They did him dirty. But he's in a bad situation in Cleveland. Yeah, like yeah. he took over the he took over the Raiders from a horrible team. First season eight and eight, and then unfortunately, uh, Davis passes away. His son takes over, and he cleans house. Otherwise, he'd be great there. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm biased. I'm biased on that one. I'm biased on that one. Okay, 
and then thank you sports PSP and then random guy just uh summing that up as I was caught with the implications I'm with you H so yeah that's uh we'll, well I'll dig into that and see what I can find out I'd like to talk a little AI because uh some weird stuff but um all right chat well we have to jump off uh C red is coming oops uh is coming on after later so make sure to stay tuned for that but uh yeah we appreciate you guys coming through again if you have any thoughts questions or something you didn't agree with make sure to comment it under the video and please get those likes up so we can get this video out to other people but we appreciate you guys jay take it light take it now you're more fluent <laughs>